music too. Oh, we had the music after. Yeah, we had the music after. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'll cut all this shit out. Okay. Hello, internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. This is our second episode. Uh, I'm one of your three hosts, regular hosts anyway, Wade Mariano. I'm joined by... A snake. Trace Finicaro. The other snake. And Gunnar Kennedy. Today we have a special, special guest. Uh, we have one Miles McKeon. And uh, Miles is uh, first and foremost a husband and a father. But he's also an IT system admin. And even more interestingly, he has just gotten into the... Uh, Cryptocurrency mining. So uh, we're going to talk to that. We're going to start that subject off right about now. And uh, Miles, how are you doing today, man? Great, man. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Fantastic. It's beautiful. The sun finally came out today. It's no longer uh, January the 98th. So. Snakes third, like the darkness. Third, third winter. <laughs> yeah. Winter is coming. Winter is Win- gone. Winter is coming. Fall, spring. Yes, the, the, the five seasons. So, Miles, when did you start... Uh, when did you actually decide to start mining cryptocurrency? And actually, specifically, I guess, is it Bitcoin that you're mining? Or what, what cryptocurrency are you currently mining? I, I stay away from Bitcoin. Years ago, like six years ago, maybe, my first semester in college, like I started mining Bitcoin with a couple of kids in class. But that was when you could do it on you know a regular PC for the most part and be semi-profitable. Um, and then we'd buy and sell them. They'd always be between like $70 and $100. So we'd sell them at 100 and buy them at 70 and we just do that all day long for the most part and uh it was basically just college kids they were trying to get pot money i just was trying to get christmas for my kids but um so then they went up to about a grand and i was like yeah and i sold it and then i didn't think about it for years then this past year obviously you know bitcoin went nuts so i was like Ooh, what did it peak at it was like 20, 20 something thousand 20, 20 thousand yeah. per coin per coin and you per sold bitcoin. it what I sold it a grand. A grand per coin. Yeah. Um, and I was happy with that, actually. But that was a long time ago, you know? And it, after it went up, it peaked, I think it went back down to like six bucks at one point. But anyhow. I think it, what's it at now? Like eight? Uh, nine, I think it hit today. Nine, nine grand. grand. Yeah. But last week it was at six grand. And who knows where it's going to be. I saw an article that said that your $6,000 Bitcoin is actually worth $20. Well, Trace is of the opinion that. Yeah, Bitcoin's like monopoly money. <laughs> but I, 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 I got into script mining, though. Like uh, all those cryptocurrencies are based on different algorithms. So some's based off uh, like Bitcoin is SHA-256, I think they call it. And there's, you know, a few hundred coins that have the same algorithm. So if you buy a miner that has that mines that you can mine all those coins. Um, I wanted to stay away from Bitcoin because it's absurdly hard to mine and the power consumption is crazy. So I went towards script coins, which is what Litecoin's based off of. Um, I spent an ass ton of money on the wrong equipment and then the right equipment. And now I'm still in debt, but whatever. Buy and sell, trade, it's fun. So uh, just as a, as a side note, as of today, as of the current time, uh, what one Bitcoin is equal to 8945 U.S. dollars. So miles was pretty close. Yeah. So I guess uh, if anybody can can jump in, just as a basis, we probably should have started this to begin with. But yeah, what the hell is cryptocurrency? It's obviously it's been massive the past like several months. Like it's really been in the front forefront of the news and the media. 
um, in layman terms as possible. And I've tried to explain this to everyone that's tried to explain it in layman's terms to me, and I'm a f- moron and don't completely understand it. So if you could explain to the best that you could, like what is this cryptocurrency? Like how and how do we gain value from it? I okay. Guess. So there's two main different types of cryptocurrency. There's one that's meant to be a currency away from any kind of governed system that could be globalized or even or small on a small basis. Um, and that's where I think you'll see a lot of growth for on social media sites or uh, instead of PayPal, you know, stuff like that. Or if I want to buy something from Italy, I don't have to worry about how much U.S. dollars I want. I can figure it out in Bitcoin. The other ones are tokens. <clears throat> tokens are typically used for information to be um, moved around the Internet for. Like Ripple is a big one you hear in the news a lot. Um, and people are going crazy for it. And all that's used is from bank-to-bank transactions. Like, and not URI bank transactions. Like if a bank wants to, you know, needs a million dollars for whatever reason between another uh, branch of its office, it can use Ripple for that. Um, so, so most of, about half of them are trying to be a new cur- currency and the other half are trying to be like a, to use the blockchain technology to further, you know, technology. Uh, so, Gunnar, I think you might know a little bit about the blockchain. What What is blockchain and how does it differ? What's the difference between like blockchain and normal security that we deal with today, like if we're going to a secure website? Well, and you know, you, we can correct us wrong, but the, 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 the gist of it is, is, and actually this kind of ties back to what when you're doing mining as well, is that you're, you're, you're attempting to generate a unique hash value that can't be compu- that can't be computed otherwise. You know, like you, that's that's the whole point of mining a coin is you're 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 generating a unique cryptographic hash on a certain byte byte length string. Right, you're breaking the algorithm basically. So, what you part of that is actually what you're when you mine coins is that you're actually making tokens that say that you know it's a one time use, but you use that token to encrypt an existing chain and basically because that that token is a one-time use it effectively once you once you've popped it you have uh, a unique state that you can that you can track so you know when 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 someone trades ownership of a coin you're using you're using that co- you're using the cryptographic hash of that coin to basically encode that that block or encode that there was an there was a change in the blockchain but what's the chain about i mean you need to take the chain right so is there something you need to grab and have so you can fill up the chain so the 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 chain is effectively the the blockchain is effectively just the, the the list of whoever's owned what series of coins right it's more about when from what the stance that i get i mean blockchain technology is really it matters how the coin is built. Like some of them that I've seen come out lately, the newer ones where they're starting to integrate into business is um, you can, if you're a business and you sell, I don't know, tomatoes, you can from the, right from the field to when it's on the truck to when it hits the factory to when some guy sell, sells it and then it gets on the store shelf, it shows it every step of the, you know, you can, it's like real time tracking of something. Um, that's from a business point from, on the core level, like Bitcoin is supposed to be untraceable for the most part. What they can do is like, say when I mine something, they can tell you when it was mined and where it was mined from. 
and how much the coin was worth when you mined it. That was, that's, and that's what, but after the fact, and I know they can't track them too much because they're saying like, um, if someone steals a whole bunch, they can never find those again. If someone, you know, a, they always say that uh, cryptocurrency in general, might be Bitcoin or whatever, is uh, criminals can buy drugs that way or sell, and criminals love the cryptocurrency, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I'm sure they do because you don't need to try to carry $50,000 on an airplane or something like that. But they can't track them, right? I mean, as far as I'm aware of. Well, you know, and again, there, 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 was, there was some stuff... Uh, not in that Snowden release, but uh, supposedly the NSA had actually set up their own Trojan exchange, so that they were insert they were inserting like, like uh, would you put it? Uh, basically, they were putting garbage into the chain. Like tracking it. Yeah, so they could they could see their they could see their bits. Yeah, that was probably when um, uh, Silk Road remember it was around, and they were having a real hard time with that um, for a while until that guy. Got caught. Well, because what's his face there? Liberty, what the Liberty Exchange or something yeah. like that? Because that was actually the that was the that was the one before Bitcoin. Yeah, I, I don't know. I what, remember what was it? The one you were telling me the other day. Uh, the the one that fell. Yeah. The exchange that fell. Um, I don't know that much about Bitcoin, but the one that I remember making the news was it was like MT Gox or Mount Gox or something. And, that was it. and I think he walked away with like 60% of all of the currency, but it was Bitcoin, right? And I think um, one of our coworkers was telling us about this. If that were exchanged at whatever it was at the time, it was like nine or 10,000 when we had our conversation. Um, well, how much was it? It was millions yeah, or it was, was it, it billions? Was, it was billions, I It was think. billions. Yeah. And it was because the guy that was running the exchange, this MT Gox guy, just kind of took it and ran and that's the part that i don't get i don't i guess i don't get how the exchange can have the ability to steal your bitcoin if it's so personalized well technically they if if you put in a lot of people this is goes i'll just say it's it's argued all the sort of ways there's there are a few different ways to store your coins there's cold storage like you can use a usb key kind of right mm-hmm. well that's not cold storage technically but you can have an off your hard drive storage of your key, your coins. Um, you can have a wallet on your desktop that stores it and it's always in uh, sync with the blockchain. So it goes up and down and what basically your wallet needs to be up to date before you can send any coins or receive any coins anywhere. Then there's cold storage on the internet that you can like go to one of those exchanges and basically say, I don't want to touch this for a long time. And, but to get any um, coins out of it, it's going to take a couple days. And then if you put them on an exchange as like, I'm going to buy and sell all the time, they're there. That's where they're sitting. So the, all they have to do is say, hey, um, yeah, we had a, you know, a hacker. It's not, it's not in your wallet. It's in the exchange's wallet. It's in the exchange's wallet. And they just kind of tell you, oh, yeah, you have this much in there. So if they just chop off and say, sorry, we were hacked. Technically, whatever they restored or they backed up from their backups or they, you know, the hacker didn't get all of it. They can just say, yeah, we lost it, but they still have it. You know, there's no way you can really track down the guy. It's really the it's really the equivalent of like people question like how how Bitcoin is it, it, it. like they say how big like cryptocurrency and whatever is kind of bullshit and really the question they should be asking is how we let real money get to be like 
actual bullshit because that's exactly the same process for the most part. You're just, you know, it's the South Park. It's just like, and you're gonna open an account, and it's gone. What? Yeah. Well, I think that's yeah, kind of that's where gone. it ties in. Like when you're talking about Bitcoin, I mean, the only reason it's been any type of story of interest is because of how much money like it has become and it's growing. But I guess the question is. How are you going to transform that into something real? Like, why would I invest into... Because your value essentially is on an algorithm. Well, right? Is that, is that well, correct no, or not no. correct? It's, 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 it, I guess you, the, 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 algorithm, the, the algorithm is the method by which a token of uniqueness is being created. Right, it's how you get the coins. Yes. I would say the value is, like any value, I'm sorry to cut you off, it, the value is on emotion. Because that's really how the economy is driven. The, it, it's an emotion-driven economy. Well, that's no, why I mean, the, like when we're talking me. about like money, you that's based on. So I mean, is that the point? Is you're, that, saying, you're asking what it's backed by. Yeah, what's it backed right? by? Like my money but, is backed by the reserve, which it, is backed by it, gold, it, essentially. No, well, no, 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 or no, credit at this point. No, your 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 money is backed by debt, by the belief that some someday somebody's going to be able to settle up. In some in some way or fashion, right? And, and what it does is it, it shows. I mean, it's like it's like the tickle me Elmo effect, right? And for <laughs> for those listening, don't know the reference to that because it's a bit dated now. Um, it's when a twenty dollar toy is being sold on eBay. It, it happens now. I mean, what was it? Hatchimals a few years ago. Yep. Um, I don't know what the sensation was this year, but it's when these twenty dollar toys are being sold for two or three hundred dollars a piece, and it's because the emotion drives the value. The emotion, the perceived value, is the is the actual value. So what happens is you can you can trade something like an Elmo and it can be worth much more than the toy sitting next to it that actually is made of more product and it's because of the emotional value right and that's that's what what what's happened with Bitcoin is that it's it's not much different than the gold rush you needed the gold to begin with but the gold's not valuable to you right, it's just metal right it's, it's just, just precious metal, metal. right yeah. but there's somebody else that wants it and that somebody else is willing to pay a certain amount of price for it so it's really emotion backed and that's really what an economy is and that's what forms like these bubbles like when it comes to the housing crisis because people they go to the city this beautiful city they look at this beautiful house and they say hey how much would it cost to get this house and somebody says, well, the house next to it sold for half a million dollars. And you look at it and you say, well, then all I need is half a million dollars and I can own, own this beautiful home. But then after the housing crisis, this, that same house is $90,000. It's the exact same home. And it's because if you if you go back to the valuation of it, you go back to like like the amount of labor it took to actually cut the boards and to make the sheetrock and to, to, to put the copper in the walls, that actual value is 90000 It's the perceived value that ends yeah, up being five hundred. What's the perceived value of a stock? Okay. Like that, I look at cryptocurrency like a stock. So is there any value to a stock besides... The value that it's bought and sold at, but that that goes back to that idea is like someday you're gonna be someday you're gonna be good for it. I mean, like yeah, but like, a stock is you invest in a company, right? And a company does have a valuation on how profitable they are. Uh, well, yeah, but you also but the thing is is that the the stock the the stock market for the most part has stopped reflecting that anyways because really it's just a manipulation of. You know, like the, when you have companies deliberately ma- manipulating the amount of stock they have in the wild to dick with the value, you know, you're at what point is it? Well, this is the, this is what this is how how important my company is versus this is how valuable my Pokemon trading card has become. 
Well, it's, yeah, and that's what Bitcoin, that's the reason Bitcoin's going up so much, I think, is because one, people give it value. All other, stuff, all other coins are bought and sold with Bitcoin. And then on top of it, there's so few left. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the less of there is something to go around, of course. You know, precious, precious metal, right? It's right. like, I guess you could say well, it's gold, essentially, internet gold. Well, Gunnar, I think your trading card analogy is a perfect one. Um, but I think what most people have a hard time grasping the concept of is the trading card, even if that trading card, it, even if there's a million of them in the world, people have an easier time comprehending a tangible value, right? They're okay saying, okay, yeah, that that, that card costs five cents to manufacture. Now it's worth $100,000 because all the rest of them in the world are gone. You got the last one, it's in mint condition, or maybe there's 10 left, but yours is in the best condition and it's rare. Um, but I, I, for people, do, at least the people that I've been talking to, they don't, they can't wrap their head around the concept of a purely digital currency, something that's never existed tangibly, even though there is some tangible evidence of them because you look at Miles' basement <laughs> and he has stuff that's sitting there and churning well, these things out. You know, but you, you go back to that. And I guess this is, you know, this could, you know, not to diverge too much, but this gets into the con- whole concept of money is actually a, 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 the closest, the closest most people come to dealing with sorcery in their fucking daily life. <laughs> but uh, it, it's... I, I wonder sometimes too because if you, if you trace to the time when Bitcoin really blew up, it's 2000, 2000 I mean like two thousand nine is when it when it rolled out, right. give or take. But right around that time, there, you, you had a circumstance where we just had we just had the great you know the 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 the, 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 the crash as it were. Right. All this money got dumped into the banking sector. People you know people lost their people lost their asses in general. Right. And the problem with the, what happened is when they did the bailout is that effectively all the inst- all the lending institutions effectively just ganked that money, used it to buy hard assets. You know, you're talking about the housing thing. You know, you have cha- basically everything that people used to accumulate savings in got shot, shot you know, burned burned to the ground. There's no point in having a savings account at this point because it doesn't earn interest. You can't buy real, you know, like you know, you see the, you see, you see, the, you know, your home and garden house flipper shows and stuff like that. But that's not something most people can do. And it's this, you've had all, you know, you have the last gas. We have all this money just basically floating around. And once you, there's only so many houses you can buy. There's only so much stuff you can launder. And effectively, like the price getting driven up on Bitcoin and the crypto, the crypto coins in general was effectively that they just had. You know, all the all all of the institutional investors had their couch change still kicking around that they needed some place to sink it into, and it was like the last place that anybody anybody who wasn't one of the institutional investors could try and make a go of it before. Right, and then Canada said they were going to recognize it as a legal currency, mm-hmm. and they came out with um, you could take Bitcoin out of an ATM. You for said actual you said legal, currency. not illegal. Yeah, legal currency. Legal currency. This was now. This was back in. Not like 2012, maybe, maybe even a little before that. Then shortly after, China said it it was going to recognize it, and it went from being a couple hundred dollars to a thousand dollars overnight because of that. Well, the government essentially they they give it legitimacy, just like they give the dollar legitimacy, right? I right. mean, that's maybe that was the turning point. Maybe that's why it got huge and it blew up in the media. Do you think like the hype of all that 
added the fuel to the fire of like the cryptocurrency craze essentially that we've been hearing about well, yeah, lately? That, that definitely did. That's what started it. And then what happened was hard investors, people that, you know, JP Morgan Chase, big heads and stuff like that started putting a lot of money into cryptocurrency. And then overnight, all these cryptocurrencies, I mean, Bitcoin went from a, a couple of like a thousand or two thousand to twenty thousand in less than a month. Right. And of course, people are going to go crazy about that, you know. So it gives it some legitimacy. Now, there's no getting rich quick with this, I can definitely tell you that. I'm well, gonna... right, yeah, because especially the value it's at now, right? You would have to either mine it, which- Well, no, because getting... they say, hey, they say by the end of this year, it's gonna be $35,000. And I bet it probably will be. And then they, there's projections that say in 10 years, it's gonna be a quarter million because everything else is gonna be bought and sold on it. So people are gonna want it, you know? The other thing that's weird about, about Bitcoin is right now we have the coin itself. So how, and I'm sorry to put you on a spot if you don't know it, but how many coins on average would there be in circulation for something like Bitcoin? Now realize since Bitcoin is so valuable, there's a lot of them that are lost or maybe they're, you know, on somebody's USB drive somewhere. Right. Um, and they're, they're holding they, them hostage. They, because they, they, they do, they do, they do, they do in England. But I'm, I guess my point is is that each one is worth, let's say, 40000 What it ends up doing is it, it makes it so you have to trade in fractions of a coin, right? Correct. Now, is that... They call them like Satoshis or something like that. It's oh, like so a, they have another... Yeah. It's so like they're a, like it's inventing a, the penny goes, of Bitcoin. It's like, it's, a, like the dime it's, of Bitcoin. it's a millionth of a Bitcoin. Oh, Jesus. That's oh, actually... Wow. That's, all, that's the... That's the Satoshi or Satoshi? Did, did you, is that the, the guy the, that invented it? The, the pseudonym of the, the person who, who originally created it. Right. Okay. So like a lot of most coins aren't worth anywhere near a Bitcoin. So when you want to buy it, you have, you know, you, you actually use the coin itself. That's like the conversion rate essentially. Correct. Okay. And you can buy it with a lot of them. You can do the same thing with uh, Ethereum or Litecoin and depending on what exchange you go to, to buy and sell, you can, some let you buy and sell on wave. Some will go with Dogecoin, Dogcoin or whatever. Uh, It really matters on what the exchange. Now, there's people listening that probably want, they're thinking, they're like, well, should I go out? Should I buy stuff? And should I start mining these myself? And now, although I don't think any of us um, really know how to give advice with that because it's such a new technology, we don't know where it's going to go. Um, I would like to know a little bit more about how you have done it, which ones you've chosen, the mistakes that you've made. Oh, great. Um, this is great. And, and <laughs> you don't have to get to specific figures, but um, but I mean, how much would it cost the average person to start on this? And I realize the technology has changed over the years. Right. So I uh, wanted to get into this back. I wanted to get back into it, I should say, in early December. Um, I did a few weeks reading, read, 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 read. Of course, um, you go... At that time, I wasn't really well informed. I didn't know the correct websites to go to. So I went to eBay and I picked up a couple used miners. Um, they were, and I'm not a rich guy, you know, so 1500 or $3,000 is a big chunk of change. I said, screw it, took a leap of faith, grabbed a couple, you know. By the time they got to my door, which was a couple weeks later, the price on eBay had already dropped to like $700 for one of those miners. So I was like, great, you know, right there. I just wasted half of the money, um, turned them on, started mining, come to find out once I crunched all the numbers, it almost costs more to run these things than you can possibly make off of them. Like power consumption? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and again, right, right now there, there's, there's two meth primary methods, right? You have the, 
the the GPU style mining rig and you have the ASIC mining rig. Did Correct. You end up with, did you end up with uh, ASIC or uh, no? I, yeah, the ASIC. I went with the ASIC, and that's why I'm stuck. I said I do script coin mining. Um, GPU right now, I mean, to buy one GPU is like yeah eight hundred dollars because everybody's buying them up. So, um, so sorry to interject. When they say GPU, they're talking about the graphics cards. Um, and it, correct me if I'm wrong here, Gunner, but initially what happened was the market realized that the algorithms for these coins was so easy to calculate. It was faster to calculate on a on a on a video card that you would use to play like a like a, a battlefield or 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 a, a 3D video game on a computer that those start there started to become a demand for the actual video card um, on the market because the processor these super fast processors that the computer comes with they're great for a lot of things but they're if i'm right they're not great for actually mining these cryptocurrencies right. it's, it's actually the video card they that say they say that for. cpu mining is pretty much dead yeah it's it's gone Oh, and again, because it, it, it's 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 kind of the it's the way that a, a, a GPU is structured with its uh, multiple parallel floating point engines. And again, it's it's kind of funny because you know you talk about the upswing and downswing too. It's like you watch you watch you watch like companies like that had nothing to do with it, their entire fortunes be washed away because uh, the first Bitcoin swing there. Uh, AMD was basically god tier as far as getting hardware for that, and they had had some problems where they weren't bringing out competitive products relative to the set, you know, the other player in the industry, which was NVIDIA at the time. Um, that there, they had this, they had this one GPU series that they'd been working on for a while. There, uh, they just didn't have the money to get it up to snuff as far as the gaming stuff came out, but when they first went to mining coins, uh, come to find out that the architecture that AMD had done was uh, very advantageous for doing the kind of uh, general purpose compute. So you're saying it was a happy accident piece of shit video game card <laughs> that ended up being great for another purpose. Yes, and the, but what, what happened is that uh, NVIDIA basically tried to flood, you know, crank out, crank out as many as they could. Nvidia came out with a whole line that was just meant for mining. Yes, Nvidia. I'm sorry, but 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 what? But, but back during the, the first Bitcoin boom, uh, AMD had the best power. power what are they basically? So, you know, like there's there's three there's three things which really determine the suitability of a card, which is how many like what they call hashes, a mega hashes that it can calculate, which is just like millions of hash. You know, because you're you're doing iterative rounds of calculating. The, do calculating a hash to, to generate a Bitcoin or a the, coin of some kind. A hash, a kill a hash, a yeah, mega a hash, hash, a tera hash, and then there's another one I don't even know what it is. Yeah, yeah. So you see, you see the, the the number of hashes, the amount of the amount of electricity it costs you to, 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 to make that hash, and the number you know like the, the, also like just the the. Sorry, random noises in the mist. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but so I didn't mean to go off topic too much. Um, I just wanted to explain when we use the terms GPU mining. <laughs> right, right. I just kind of wanted to explain more like that what that was, and and I, I kind of cut you off as you were talking about. I think you were talking about the script mining and the hardware that you would purchase. Right, right. Um, so got that. Started looking into it. Now, of course, I was looking to get rich 
yesterday, you know, like, what do I got to do? So I'll do research these coins and, oh, this is going to, and I didn't have really have enough power to do, to get anything, uh, I should say hashing power to get enough currency that was really going to do anything for the most part. What it did allow me to do is kind of understand and learn how this whole process works, how to run a miner, how to point it at a pool, how to point it where you can mine coins, you know, now that was valuable information that you can't really learn. I mean, you can watch a couple of YouTube videos, but you don't really get the gist of it, you know? So then I spent a lot of time just researching, researching, researching what the next big coin was, which ones are legitimate to mine, which ones really are just kind of a waste. You know, a lot of them just pop up people. Oh yeah, we got this great uh, platform. Give us your bitcoins and we're going to take off with this thing and you never hear from them again. Yeah, I, there was, I've seen there was, a lot of that. There was one just this last week. Yeah, there's like a, ten a week. It's, yeah, they it's, got a name for it, right? Actually, it's, literally, they went, people were, because they were doing it, so they have what they call an initial coin offering. Yeah, or yeah ICO. ICO. Which and, is, sorry to interrupt, but that's like initial public offering for a corporation, right? Isn't it the similar? Yeah. That's where the acronym comes from. But instead of being Except this traded, is a company, this is like a, the coin hasn't even been developed yet. Right. It's like we're a team. Here's our plan. Here's our white paper. Half the time it's copied from some other coin and they just change a couple keywords in it. And so people yeah. donate coins or Bitcoins and give them money so that on the when the coin is done, they'll have... X amount of the coins that are going to come out, and then the company dries up and goes away, basically. So I guess the question is, yes, has it blown up, which kind of made everyone starry-eyed and, man, like, really interested in buying it and investing in it. But, frankly, once, like, Big Bank got involved and, like, jacked the prices and the, the value up, it became pretty much impossible for the regular guy to really make a, a huge fortune in it. Well, and that's where Trace and I always disagree on this, where I think this is still in its extreme infancy. So am I going to get rich this week or month by mining and the coins that I mine, selling them right away and, you know, trying to pay my electricity bill that's going up because I'm mining? Probably not. You know, that's definitely not going to happen. You'd have to have a crap ton of hardware. Um, and if anybody's going to buy hardware out there, don't go to eBay. Find the company that actually sells the miner they're selling on eBay. So they have miners on eBay that are $1,500. If you go to the website, it's 500 Now, the problem with that is you can usually only buy these miners with Bitcoin or Bitcoin oh. Cash. So you can't pot use PayPal. You can't use your credit card. You can't, you, And you can no longer buy Bitcoin with credit card. So you have to actually have the cash to buy Bitcoin to buy the miner. Why can't you buy Bitcoin with credit card? Um, in, sometime in January or February, they stopped allowing the, it basically the, the, inter, the interchanges basically stopped because uh you know unfortunately unfortunately bitcoin lives in a bad neighborhood <laughs> in the states right well just in general you know but it, it, it it's it's funny because you know you talk about that you talk about like just the, the the effort in trying to track down one of those dedicated asic miners because wasn't 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 there a whole hullabaloo that like ethereum went through a big change where they had refactored how the coins are being calculated, but it was part of it was because that supposedly a ASIC miner was going on sale. Just came out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the the flip side of that was is that and it dropped like a stone when that news came out. It was sad. Well, yeah. because the other thing that came out was that the people who were selling the ASIC miners 
had basically been using them to mine Ethereum already for yeah. a year ahead of time. So it's like, because that's the problem is that effectively, if you can make a machine sure. that can print money, why am I going to sell the why machine sell that it? prints money? Right. So can you explain a little bit, you use the term ASIC miner. Can you explain a little bit what the difference is between that and like what you were talking about before with the GPU stuff with the graphic cards? The way I understand it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I have a few, so I just know what they look like, but they're basically just metal cubes, um, hollow of course, with a fan on each end, a power supply and a controller. Um, some even come with like a Raspberry Pi as their controller. Um, and then inside of those metal tubes are for lack of like circuit boards with ASIC chips on them. ASIC stands for something, I can't application remember. Sp application specific integrated circuit. Thank you kindly. Uh, <laughs> and what they do is they program these ASIC chips to do a very particular thing, whether it be a script that like, this is the only algorithm it's good for. Now there's been some arguing back and forth between different companies saying like, hey, we can change the firmware and program these chips to do multiple things. Um, the more that goes on, the problem is, you know, some company comes out and says, hey, we're gonna not only offer you the ability to do Bitcoin, we're also gonna let you do Ethereum on it, and we're gonna let you do some Psycoin uh, uh, or something, some that there's never been an ASIC miner for. People go crazy, ooh, they bought Priest, buy them and everything, and then sure. before that can be released, another mining company comes out and says, well, here you go. And they give them like one that's just one of them, Psycoin or Ethereum, just only those. And they're so much more powerful that, and they deliver beforehand. And then people mine and mine and mine and sell, and it drops the price of that coin. Uh, it's probably short term because eventually, what happens is the difficulty um, to for the algorithm eventually flattens out the you know the dip in the market, and then that coin will start to raise price again. But if something for forever, you can only, like right now, I think the next big one coming out, if you had 13 GPUs, the most you can do is like 2,000 hashes, kilohashes a second or something. And they're coming out with an ASIC miner that's going to do like 150,000 times faster than that. So obviously, you're going to be able to get a ton more of, of all those coins than anybody else. But eventually what's going to happen is the difficulty of the algorithm, because all these coins have built into it, the more coins that are mined and the amount of people trying to mine them, it makes the difficulty of the, of the hash algorithm get harder. Right. And that's something that's, con that's consistent with all of the cryptocurrencies, correct? As you mine more, less are available. So that guarantees kind of the rarity of the algorithm that you're going to get, right? Which kind of drives the value, essentially. Correct. That's, you know... And they also do like a, maybe when you mine this one coin, now you get 15 coins. But then they say after 100,000 uh, blocks are mined, um, it's going to go to seven. And then after another 100,000, it's going to go to three and a half. And then and it just goes from there. Because you, you want to pad it so effectively you have the, you, your starting pool gets as large as it reasonably, you know, as it reasonably can to begin with, so you actually, because you know, you know, because that that's the point. If you don't reach a tipping point with the number of coins in circulation in a pool, it doesn't. Right. It it, it does it won't. Finding the whole that mechanism won't work. Right. If and, you can't get enough out there that for people to use it, then it's not useful. It's not viable. Right. I guess the so the I mean a big part of also what you're doing is then kind of you have to look to the future to find out 
okay, what's the next coin going to be? Because if it, I mean, there's no point in mining, mining, mining. If it's going to get more difficult. Like like Gunnar said, you want a larger pool to be able to mine from. You can drive yourself half, half crazy doing yeah, that. Yeah, I, I mean, how would you even know? Like, how do you know what's going to be credible, what's not going to be credible? And is that, does does what, what ties into that? Is that like, okay, a bunch of people are just going to be interested and show interest and emotionally say, yes, we want to get behind this one. So that's what's going to be the next big one. Is it just decided by the the people, the mob, if you will, like whoever, not the mob, like in the mafia sense, but the mob of like the masses, essentially, right. like what they get behind. Is that where the value comes from? It's, it's you know, I haven't seen any real rhyme or reason. Um, some of them are technology based. Mm-hmm. So when those come out and they're being more widely used, they perceive to have more value. Other ones, it's a not, it is a numbers game where there's one coin that's not used for anything. It came out not too long ago. It's called 42 coin. There's only 42 coins in the whole world. <laughs> and it's worth, I think one coin's worth like eight Bitcoins right now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's called 42 coin. That's it. And there's only 42. It sounds and like the lottery. I think they're going to come it's out like, with another. Oh, I accidentally got a 42 coin today. Yeah. Somebody said they're going to come out with another 42, but I don't know. It's just weird. Do they have to change the name then? I, I don't think they might have to. 42 times 2 well, no, maybe. For, 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 no, 42 lowercase 2. <laughs> you know, but... but it, it, so I would, what I like to do is, like, say I'm interested in a coin that's brand new. Sure. I um, First, what I'll try to do is I'll try to see if it's on any exchanges. Um, have they put on any exchange? Have they even tried any exchange? Read the white paper. Is there one guy running it? Is there six guy running it? Have they ever been involved in a project before? I might point a miner at it for like a day, right? And just get 20,000 of them. Now, maybe that coin never does anything ever again and I just lost a day worth of mining. No big deal. Or maybe it does go on an exchange and maybe I can sell it, you know? Um, but typically what happens is as soon... I play the long game, just hold it. Because as soon as it hits an exchange, everybody who's been mining it goes to sell. So it drops down to the lowest possible amount. And then it takes a long time for the coin to come back if they don't have a strong community behind it. So I guess here, here's the other question: is that um, at that point, so if you're doing if you're doing your coin if you're doing your coin mining or if you're trying to if you're trying if you're trying to make money in a coin, is it one of those things where it's like more often than not, if you're going to get you have to you have to catch it at a certain time to effectively really get a real return on it? Or can you buy? Can you effectively just buy in at some point without ever having mined it? Right. And that actually be your best. And that you know what? And I read so many articles about: Is it better just to buy the coin you want? Are you going to save money doing that, or is it better to spend money on mining equipment and hope? How long is it going to take you? They call it, you know your return yeah. on investment, basically. And um, well, if you have the answer to that, no, because you'll, 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 you'll be the next god of <laughs> cryptocurrency on the internet. Well, no, because that's, yeah, there, there you go. Actually, that, yeah, that's actually that's 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 the next that's the next coin coin valuation mechanism is the one that determines whether other coins are effectively the Magic the Gathering card pack where it's like they actually people, just came out with a coin. Yes, but you know, no, but because you know, we, we make we make the we make the collect Pokemon collectible card. But yes, it's because from a. You know, like there, there, are, there are different, there are different markets that you go after. But if you're attempting to do something with those collectible cards, for the distribution of how much it's going to cost for the actual range of what you're going to, you know, like the the, the money you sink into it, it's all you're always you always come out ahead if you just buy specifically what you're looking for to hold on to for value, to hold on to for value, 
whether instead of just trying to mine the pool. But the thing is, is that you know there are other because there are other opportunities in cryptocurrency where that's ex that's the exact opposite of what you want right. to do. And I guess maybe that you know I make the, I'm reaching for a joke here, but uh, no, the gist is that actually that's the next one is that you, the crypto coin is instead of having proof of stake or proof of work, it's like can I guess whether other coins are effectively trading card games <laughs> right. or if there's actually some real. Mechanism. Do they make an ASIC chip for that? What's that? Samsung. To figure that out. To, to, yeah. Samsung yeah. makes a chip for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next popular <laughs> cryptocurrency. Yeah, no. What I've ended up just doing is I point my miners at something that's um, relevant, basically, and then and that I know is going to be stable for a long, long time. There's a couple out there, Verge or Dodd, Dodge, or they've been right around the same amount for. They sponsored an NASCAR. So I mine that. And then if I'm interested in another coin, I can just sell that and buy the other coin I'm interested in. Did they I really sponsor a NASCAR? Yes, there is. there was a Doge coin NASCAR. Yeah, there Doge. is a NASCAR. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, so. Like NYC coin, they had a float in the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And they, it's, oh. Yeah. And this thing's worth like a tenth of a penny or something right. like that. Like and that's, that's the part yeah. I want to get to. So a lot of people listening are thinking, okay, well, sure, there's this crypto out there. Yeah, it has a value. I know that Bitcoin's unattainable because its value is so high. Or maybe you can buy um, whatever the millionth of a unit is. Maybe you could buy some of those um, and just hope, right? Like the stock. You just hope that it goes up. Um, but... As somebody who has mined and has seen this, this, the market, I don't want to call it the stock market, the coin market, whatever we call it, the crypto market, um, the crypto exchange. You've watched the crypto exchange. You've watched it. You've watched it change value. What would you, um, if you were to, to step back, look at the time that you bought your, your latest uh, hardware, um, start to finish. If you were to sell everything you had on the market right now, how much would it be worth and would it have paid for the hardware that you initially invested? No. <laughs> Just no? No. No. Um, I, I made some big mistakes because I was on, you know, I wanted to get into it fast. I felt like every day going by, I was crap, crap. Because the market was still crazy through most of January, all of December. And every day that went by, I was like, I'm losing money. You know, I need to get into this. And uh, by trying to, you know, go the fast route as I do with everything because I'm just good like that. Um, I ended. I cost myself a lot of money by doing that. Um, live and learn, I guess. Right. Uh, and I, uh, but anybody I know that tries to do cryptocurrency seriously will tell you that they've learned a lot of expensive mistakes. But as you're here with us today, you you have something at home running that's creating some type of cur some type of cryptocurrency, right? Yeah. And um, let's say we we don't even need to, to give it a name, the exact cryptocurrency. But if it were being exchanged right now, how much during a two-hour podcast um, at the current exchange rate would you have earned? Mm. It, you can do it in I'm, pennies. I'm, you I'm, can doing, do it I'm just doing it in my head because mm -hmm. I can know how much I make an hour. So wait, a couple hours, not a, a couple dollars. You know? A couple dollars. All, yeah. right. All right. So what? I mean, I thought I was going to be making hundreds a day or 50 a day or whatever if i make right now if i make like 35 dollars a day that's good i'm happy but and the other thing is is that these 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 currencies if they go from you know if they, if they double in their fractions of fractions of a penny if the value doubles or goes up a little bit right now all of a sudden you have money sitting there right so I'm, then do i want to sell now or do i want to wait and then when it starts to go up 
well, cool, is it up and it's going to dip or is it going to go up twice as much as it is now? And you don't, you know, kick yourself. Hindsight's always well, 20 it's like 20. you get to play, like, because, I mean, essentially that is, it is like gold mining, right? Like, it's this precious metal and what's the value? But then you also have to play, like, stockbroker. Like, okay, well, when do I sell, I guess, is the best question. And right. That's metal, a personal question, Metal scrappers I guess, but, go through the same yeah. thing, right? right? They have a whole bunch of old lawnmowers or refrigerators or furnaces or whatever they got, just all the scrap junk rims in their backyard and they're you're like why do you have that pile of shit in your backyard and they say oh well you know the cost of steel is down like, okay so you're just going to sit on it and they do they actually yeah. sit on that that steel because that steel to them is a currency if they're a scrapper they're going to wait until the cost of steel is a little bit higher and then they can get more money out of it yeah, yeah that's the game plan you know but and i guess also the kind of that that's that's where you start Maybe to loop back around to the start of your conversation, like where where is the value of an algorithm? Is that you know, like you know, is 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 our, is our guest was saying we, we have we have we have Wells Fargo and whatnot sinking money in, into into yeah. some of these things, but for the most part, all of, you know, like we're still we're still in the phase where you got guys you got guys effectively doing claim jumping and going into town to get some sassafras, you know, like we're, we're, we're full on wild west territory right now. That's what it sounds like. And yeah. you know, it, it's, and I'm a cowboy. You know, the only thing that's missing is the, the underwear with the flap on the back of it and the, the crazy hat. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, I just think it, of the guy from toy story. <laughs> the old guy, the prospector. Yeah, cheese guy. But you know, and I guess really, it's it's funny because there's really no actual change in the mechanism. But it's funny, like when you have a bunch of guys with the Wells Fargo, you know, you have the Wells Fargo dudes in the ridiculously redundantly expensive suits and ties and everything like that talking about this all of a sudden it's okay but when you got a bunch of you got a bunch of schlubs sitting in a garage freaking bashing at this stuff it's questionable and it's like it's this it's the same thing this is, man. this is the same wells fargo and correct me if i'm wrong here this is the same wells fargo that decided it was going to be okay to falsify like two million accounts, right? Was as, that Wells Fargo? Oh, yeah. Say it ain't so. Is 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 someone is someone who effectively had to sell their house because of Wells Fargo bullshit? Mm. I uh, I I I trust their I trust their reputation with 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 great ver. I can't think of a word. Uh, I'm sure that there's a nice word for fuck nugget, but uh, <laughs> I was going to say high tier so, fuckery. So, so this is this is the, the this is the title of the Wells Fargo news article. Wells Fargo uncovers up to 1.4 million more fake accounts. <laughs> yeah. So we we trust them. That's who we that's who we trust. If Wells Fargo is in, it must be legitimate. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Like. I guess uh, time will tell, I guess. I mean, I think uh, the Wild West analogy is, from my understanding and everything, all the data I've collected from this conversation is definitely pretty much spot on. And it's like in the Wild West, you know, you had to worry about cowboys or bandits. Are you a console cowboy? Can you cut the key? <laughs> yeah, stealing your <laughs> you shit, essentially, and then you're shit out of luck. Like, no one's going to help you out. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of, I think, probably the worry of a lot of people like myself that, you know, the fact that you can put this on an exchange, all of a sudden they can say, "Oh, we got hacked." Like, what's stopping someone from hiring a hacker to steal all those? Like, like 
I own the exchange or whatever. Right. And then I hire some Russian kid for like a hundred thousand dollars American to hack our our system, get all these coin numbers, and then just say, Oh, shut it down, sorry. And I meanwhile, I mean, what's to stop that? Like what's Do you do you know there there is a team that if you can find them and if you have the money, they can fix your problems. They call them. Yeah, the team. <laughs> yeah, Barakas is gonna hunt down my stolen bitcoins. I'm gonna pity the fool. I'm gonna pity the fool who fucked up my proof of work. <laughs> oh well. That being said, we're gonna move on to our second topic. Uh, just to kick it off, uh, Trace and I were hanging out earlier this week, and won't name names or anything like that, but Trace's lovely wife, Jenny, said, hey, I think there's something going on in this relationship of a couple of mutual friends that we have. And Trace is like, why? Well, on their social media... Yeah, they weren't tagging each other. Yeah, they weren't tagging they each weren't other. They weren't each other's posts. Their marital nope. status wasn't posted anymore. Like, they, were, they weren't in any of each other's photos or anything like that. And, I mean... I went and did a little investigating, a little digging, and looked into it. Just looked into it at first, and I actually found, I ended up going to the source, not regarding that, kind of nonchalantly, but uh, it was kind of interesting because when I was looking at, I mean, the evidence that social media essentially gave to me, it kind of seemed like, yeah, like something was up. Like, Miles, you're married. Mm. Your wife has Facebook. Oh, yeah. You she have Facebook. That. Facebook oh, yeah. is the medium we're talking about. That's, I mean, there's so many Facebook users. Uh, are you guys like involved in each other's lives on Facebook? Like, would people know if, like, if I went to your page, would I know that you're married? I, I've been to his page. Okay. Yeah, I've stalked his page. So Do, would you know that I'm married? I don't um, know. His, I don't manage my his, Facebook. My wife does. So yeah, his profile picture is him and his wife. Okay. Yeah. There we go. So yeah. he would know right away. Okay. I'd say this guy either like likes to take pictures with random women, or this is probably his wife. Hmm. And I very quickly, I very quickly figured out that it was his wife. But Miles also, from what I understand, is not very active on Facebook. I I don't I'm not I've never gotten into social media. I just don't think it's that much fun. No, I think I just don't care about other people's lives that much or what they think about mine. I don't I, think uh, I don't think that's the case because to delve a little further, um, I actually wanted to kind of talk about how Facebook like affects our relationships with you know different types of people, different levels of people. So like our significant others, right? That's like the first one. The second one, let's say, like, friends and close family. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third would be kind of like maybe friends or acquaintances, like friends that maybe you haven't talked to in a while. Right. And then, I mean, you really typically on a social media don't get, like, random strangers because you wouldn't really care, right? But you are invested in those people. I, I, you are so not using Facebook right, buddy. No, <laughs> no, no. What I think is, like, when Facebook was young, before smartphones were around, right, it was just a computer, and you could put your photos on there and grandma could see, you know, mm-hmm. kid shots from when she lives in California. Or Share a couple like cat videos. Right. It was, it was awesome. Um, once it hit smartphones and everybody on the planet got a smartphone and now it's like, people are like, eh, like zombies looking at their, upping up their social media platforms. You know, there's plenty of them out there. Yeah, it's gotten so annoying and almost unattractive and just ridiculous that I, I don't know, I try to stay away from it. But isn't that a lot of that because it has become the platform of the masses? I mean, there was a point where the internet was was accessed by AOL, and then through AOL, you jump into your next service. But AOL was the platform, 
Facebook is starting, I feel, starting to become that platform. It's the first thing you go on to and then you discover other things on the internet through Facebook. And I don't think that that's even the problem. What I think is the problem, it's a couple fold. Number one is our short attention spans are being exploited through this platform. Um, but number two, the companies have figured this out. And since we're capitalistic, the companies can dump money into uh, into advertisements. And, and the advertisements aren't so bad. Okay, yeah, maybe I switched to Old Spice this week. Not a big deal. But where I think it becomes a problem is... When you have like these political campaigns being run almost solely through the platform because people are on there more than they're watching their television, they're on there more than they're than they're than they're reading the newspaper, and what, but what they're doing is they're allowed to break the conservative rules of journalism, right? And the conservative rules of journalism are pretty simple. You you fact check stuff, right? right? And of course, that's been a big argument on both sides of the fence is, is, is it hasn't been fact Facebook checked. is not a media platform, sir. You actually only trust reputable sources, right? And you could say that maybe the New York Times is not a reputable source, but they've been around for a long time and they have... They have you know, writers, they have journalists, they, they've been doing it for a long time. They, they have a certain protocol that they follow. But when you start allowing that process to be short-circuited, what happens is anybody can produce any content. And what I've noticed, at least from Facebook, is the content is, is really, it's like, it's like the laser pointer on a fucking wall. And you've got a cat and a dog fighting over who gets to pat the laser pointer. Their attention span is fucking gone. So they read these bold, glittering generality, bullshit fucking headlines, and those headlines just bring these emotions out. You're either on one side or on the other, and it polarizes, it polarizes the platform, and it causes controversy, it causes conflict, for, for just out of thin air. Well, I think it's that, like, emotion gets involved, right? Like, pol- A, politics get involved. And I think politics probably... And that's a, the most relevant topic regarding Facebook and your relationships with your friends and stuff like that in the past year, right, with the election and all that. I mean, because there are some <laughs> – here's another example. Uh, a neighbor of mine um, like liked this music video that was called I'm Not a Racist and like made some comment like, yeah, truth be spoken here. So I was like, man, I got to see what this is. And it's this fat fucking white trash hillbilly – Dropping N-bombs to a black guy across the table. Not hard R's, but N-bombs like he's like he's in the hood or whatever. Completely pulling like the worst stereotypes. I, it was embarrassing. Like, like I wanted to like apologize for all of like normal white people to any minority I could find. But that's my neighbor, dude. Like I grew up with that guy. And now I'm kind of like I, I unfollowed and just kind of got rid of him. And it's like I've completely written him off. And it's not him... Yes, that maybe that's a shitty aspect of him that I didn't know, so it maybe revealed something. But it's not a hundred percent him. But at, in that moment, I was like, "Fuck this guy!" Mm-hmm. Like, no way, no sir. And now I come back to it, and it's kind of like, you know, should I really care that much? No, did I? You know, I, I could I have said something to him, I guess. But it's just, it's just this weird space that I've never, I never experienced as a kid. You know what I mean? Or experienced as a before Facebook? Did I have? these preconceived notions of people and that I identify them with their posts. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of, I fear, like, is what's happening and I try to tell myself, like, when I do get maybe uh, emotionally charged up about a post, like, hey, take a step back. Before I post anything, I have a rule because I was going to post something pretty extreme on this, <laughs> like, in a response, like, but I didn't. I was like, you know what? 24 hours, come back to it. 
If I'm still pissed, were then you, I'll were, post something. Were, were you going to break out, you cracker-ass cracker? I mean, I don't know what I was going to do. It was just, it's very disturbing. And I, I actually urge anyone that's listening, you I, I hate to cracker. give this douchebag any views. But, I mean, it's a complete piece of shit. The guy is just a scumbag. But you know we're all going to go and watch it. You should. It's called I'm Not a Racist and it's a piece of garbage. And if you do like it, you're probably a garbage person and I probably don't want to associate with you. <laughs> Probably should have waited 24 hours to say that. That. <laughs> that, that. That seems pretty heated, you cracker-ass cracker. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It, it got me, like, charged up, and it's... I don't know what else I can compare this to. This is kind of like a new frontier yeah. where I'm making instant judgment calls on people that I've known. Some of these people I've known since I was, like, three, four, five years old. And it's just... It's a weird spot to be in. My yeah. father and his brother got in like a straight fist fight and we're going to kill each other over Facebook stuff. It was absolutely... What like, was it? Like, because of this past election and their political viewpoints and, were and so different. Sides. And like, they'd get start arguing, they'd start like, you know, whatever, uh, responding to each other's posts and mm-hmm. getting really nasty. And it was like, it got crazy. And they were like, one wasn't going to come to Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. And then after they did come, it was like, they were going to box. And I'm like... You guys are like 60, man. Chill out. And Wade and I have talked about this quite a few times. And what Wade says is, if you can't say it to their face, if you walk into their house and you wouldn't say it to their face, why would you say it to them on the platform? And I think that that the social media kind of, like, it kind of embraces this be a dick to somebody that you like because you don't share the same view. It's perfectly okay. And it's... It's, you're, it's almost celebrated sometimes, right? Because the one person that kind of goes off, they kind of go into the deep end and they accidentally say something that, that makes them look like a piece of shit, right? And people, you'll see it, it'll have like, like 120,000 likes, the person that bashes them, right? I mean, it's almost like this is being embraced. And, and I don't know if every time somebody replies, they think that they could be the next 120,000 likes and there'll be a celebrity for 10 seconds or if people just don't understand the ramifications or the long-term effects of saying some of these things but I see it too one of the rules I have is I try to attack the topic and not the person it doesn't always work that way but I try to attack the topic and, and this happened to me um, we uh, it, it was it was one of the articles and it was a hot topic it was over gun control and um the the person who had who had posted um, who had made his post it infuriated me right and infuriated me the post that he made infuriated me and I wanted to reply to him and I wanted to argue with some of the the the, the topic points but I knew that it would jeopardize our friendship and I also knew that I couldn't change his mind on on some of these things so in, instead what I did is I put a post just saying how difficult it is reading my friend's walls and how sometimes I want to, I, I don't know whether to unfriend them, whether to, to, uh, to just rant with this, whole, you know, this run on trying to say my view is the best view, um, or just ignore them, right? Let them think everybody's using the ignore button now, but let them think that they're a friend, but I really don't want to hear anything they have to say. I have friends. I tell them like, Hey, you know, they'll start talking if it gets like political and I'll, I'm not going to say which way I lean or whatever, but I'll be like, oh, dude, I love you. Please, let's stop this conversation because I don't want to think any less of you. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, yeah. And, and as an American, you're allowed to have your opinion. Yeah. God bless you. You know, I don't care. Believe whatever you want. And just because we're friends, I don't have to have to share the same political viewpoints as you. I don't have to have the same, you know, abortion or gun control or whatever hot button or right. bullies or 
bathroom usage and what people identify as, great. Think whatever you want. But people will sit there with a microphone and then get mad when the people don't agree with them. It's like, wait, so you can have your beliefs, but I can't have mine. And I wish you were the one that I was talking about, Miles, because it would have been done. <laughs> right? You would have read my post. You would have read my post. You would have said, oh, ah, you know, it's probably me that pissed Trace off. You might even say sorry, right? You might say, hey, sorry. You know, yeah. we'll agree to disagree, right? Or whatever. Whatever you would say. Well, no. This guy fucking found it. And he interrogated me until I admitted that it was him, right? He took it personally, so much so that he's like, hey, it, it wasn't me. And I'm not going to fucking lie. I'm not going to fucking lie, right? Is it me? But it's the thing. with Take, take it personal. It's, it's, it shouldn't be a personal attack against the other person. It's just, you know, just different views. I just, it's like gone the way of, like down the dark path, I feel, that MTV went. MTV used to be about music, right? We're all, Just, the, we're all in the real world right now? No, well, I think it's like, well, it was, you know, and even like the first episode or, or for the first season of Real World was like, I, th- I do think MTV like tried to put a good foot forward with that and show like the real world. And then it turned into like more like idiot models just like screaming and, and yelling at each other. But it's like that drama. And I think like Facebook is the same way. They put you on a platform and it's almost like they know that. It's going to get super heated. People are going to get upset. What do you mean it's like they know? Well, they know. Okay, you're right. Yes, it's been established. They know probably a lot more than even I know. <laughs> they know more about me than I know about me probably. Well, look, look, luckily, luckily uh, as, a, as a self-described Zodomite, i.e. one who believes in the power of the benevolent and tyrannical General Zod, uh, I, I, I get no to skip out on is. most of these, uh, oh, most of these political debates. But, uh, you, you know, the... the the gist of it is, is that Facebook, you know, up up until the point that you had the cons- the persistent like uh, multiple machine intelligences watching you background, watching your background and building up a profile on you. Usually, you had the you had the you, you, you had the buddy moment where your buddy would come up to you and say, "Cut that shit out," and why? And it's like, okay, but now now we're at a point where it's like all of the dumb shit that you say. There is a there is a built-in machine curated audience that will get you that dopamine kick when you say the dumb thing and they're like fucking yeah and never mind the fact that like you don't know any of the fucking people who are cheering you on. You know it's like it's like when the fucking squ- it's like when the kid with the glasses and the guy with the, li- the gimpy leg in high school you'd get them to pick the, you know like in middle school you get them to pick a fight with each other and everybody be cheering on, you know. Well yeah, that's it, what I'm it, saying. It's Nobody wins. Nobody wins well, in this wins. scenario. Facebook wins. Like no matter how shitty it gets well, no, between it, you and your friends. Mark, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg sits in his omnisphere, slowly stroking himself to completion because he, you know, because he made he made the draw that you know, like he wasn't gonna, he he was he realizes that really the best orgasm comes from watching a dog die while he's doing it. But you know, he, he can't cut he can't cut that anymore. So this is the best you can. What's do. What's an omnisphere? The omnisphere is a sphere that's omni- omniscient. The panopticon, like a bubble. He watches it's all. Like it, he bubble. watches all and knows nothing. It's like an encapsulated, like it's like a bubble, like with like screens and it's like a high tech, high future, high like concept thing. I, I like wait. I like wait. He knows clear? the thing that I completely fucking made up. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> but it's Facebook wins, just like MTV wins. They put out this garbage that I do think it can be detrimental to relationships. Between people and and how people act and things like that, like Teen Mom and the Jersey Shore. 
I just want to put a disclaimer. I do not think Mark Zuckerberg actually gets off watching a dog die. (laughs) But they're garbage, and you're going to go back. And why are you going to go back? Because that's where the fight is. That's where it's all happening. You know what I mean? You're not just going to say... Well, I'm not. I'm done with Facebook now because I got into this argument. It's like, no, I need to be right. Like, it's, it's also you can it's never a great be done with Facebook. Yeah, you can never be done. It's also a great platform for finding people. So, yeah. like, uh, if if I want to communicate with somebody that I, I don't I don't have their cell number, maybe they lost their phone or got a new number or switched providers or something. I don't even think people even know each other's numbers anymore, right? I mean, it used to when growing up, <laughs> growing up. <laughs> Growing up in the 80s. No, you know, everybody's phone. What's our phone number? 797, you know, 5542. You remember the... I just use non-hostile doxing to find my lost friends. You know, it's again... Well, you know, it's like, it's not when you get the SWAT... It's not so much when you get the SWAT team, it's just when you get a pizza successfully delivered. You know, it's like, it's like, turn that turn that volume down from 10 to about a 3. But, uh, yeah. I... I, I, I to figure I find, out what the fuck you just said. So he's like <laughs> referencing a uh, thing that happens. Like it's not quite stream sniping. So when people like are streaming video games and things like that, like on Twitch, mm-hmm. uh, someone will get their personal information, which is like that's doxing. Is that correct? Yes. Connor? And then they will, okay, worst case scenario, call the SWAT team and tell them tell the SWAT oh. team that there's a terrorist there oh, with sure. a bomb. I or, never swatted anyone. Best case scenario, in my opinion, they will order a pizza and have it show up. And the big oh, guy well, that's great. Uh, yeah, but the guy still got to pay for it. Unless you're like it. a really nice guy well, and you, you know, use your card to pay I for just, it. Yeah, you won the computer test. <laughs> uh, Spell my name in pepperoni on the pizza so they'll know. No, so someone it. streams, what you do is someone streams video live or, or just over the internet and from what the cues you see in the in the stream, you realize where they are, and you send them a pizza. Well, no, because uh, <laughs> is that what it is? I've, I just never heard of it, so I'm curious. Effectively, because really, the the, the general gist of it is that it is. Yes. <laughs> that was all I was looking for. Well, because wow. you'll you'll track you'll track down personal details and kind of backtrack where they have an address, you know, like because. You know, it's not just the room; it's just is the pizza the confirmation? Yeah, is that what it's the, for? The, the like the, the, you see the SWAT team, you're like, hey, it looks like we got the right one this time. Well, Domino's app will tell you when it's there. I mean, that's a confirmation, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but, I mean, on it, stream, but if it's live, yeah, happening is the confirmation. <laughs> yeah. like that, that is oh, like, like uh, on Twitch. Yeah, be yeah, the guys, guys will be that on Twitch. That is a Twitch. fucking thing because like, again, it's playing, that, it's and that, all of a sudden they'll because get... the dopamine hit is the dopamine hit, and you know we have not. I mean, unfor- unfortunately, there. That's the kind of that's the kind of shit that like maybe public immediate. Public immediate like flogging has to come back in because right. it's just there was you, laws were laws were written around the idea that sociopathy was not a prevalent behavioral pattern. And then four chan happened. And then <laughs> and then and then dash b happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it, it's you know, and again, it's funny listening to you guys talk about that because. I really have no desire whatsoever to ever communicate with anybody I went to school with again. Like everybody who like was in that sphere is still in that sphere, and it's just like I'm not. Well, now I'm sad. I would, I would, I would hug that you. That was a personal attack. Yes. I did it to your face, though, not on your fucking wall. We'll <laughs> <laughs> do it on your wall later. <laughs> That way, I, that way I can taste your tears. Are you gonna do it in an atmosphere? 
What, what makes you think you aren't already in one now? <laughs> Can we name the episode? What was it? Atmosphere. I think that should be the title of the episode. Yeah, Zuckerberg strokes his team and Facebook's uh, valuation continuing to rise. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's just, I mean, not the Facebook valuation, but Zuckerberg was on Capitol Hill recently. And they say he should be more responsible for what other people post. It's like, well, he's funny because he's like, yeah, we gather your information. We have a profile about your kid that has no online presence, but we do have one. He's like, it's here to protect you. Mm -hmm. Well, this is the scary thing. Like, I mean, I guess we did. It is here to protect you so that I may learn how to be human. This like quasi agency already. Like it's. It's almost like they have become the establishment. Like there is yes. no. Well, it's like, do you accept this? And you click yes and accept, and that's it. And they just they said well, we own your entire life. You know? Yeah, like, but but Wade's got a good point. Is that they've they've really taken over online presence, right? Because they have more information about you online than you have about yourself. And that's crazy. I drink a lot and forget stuff, though. You so. know, but it, it's, you know, and that, that gets into the whole cynical. So it's good thing. that somebody remembers. So you get into the whole cynical thing because the. the you know, like one of the things that came out with with Snowden and all his papers was is that the way, the way that the three letter agencies got around their legal restrictions on what they were able to do is that there's a whole shit ton of stuff that the government is not supposed to do. That if you let a private company do it and you just pay them to get access to that data, right. it's totally cool. As long as it's through the hole in the sheet, consulting, you're good. We hired a consultant for that. Yes, we have. We have it's a public-private partnership. I, pu- I pull it through the hole in the sheet when I'm in my omnisphere. That way, no one's watching, but you're always watching. Yeah, that way I can't see the dead dog that's next to me. Hmm. I just again, I want to repeat oh, that Mark Zuckerberg does not jerk it to a dead dog. <laughs> that we are aware of. Right. Why would you attach the caveat? I'm explicitly stating that he doesn't do that. <laughs> He's listening anyway. Uh, but it, it is a great platform. Uh, number one, it's going to kill Craigslist, right? Oh, yeah. Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, Facebook is Marketplace it. is great. <laughs> but uh, it, it, like I was talking to somebody selling the car, and he's like, yeah, I got two serious hits through Craigslist. He's like, and I got 150 bullshit hits through Facebook. Well, so they, I think when it it just pings you, right? It, it just lets you know there's products available that you never asked to know about. Right. That's fucking creepy. And it personalizes your garage sale items based on what you've been clicking on. So I was looking, so so Gunner bought one of the small homes. I was Googling what the small home that he, he bought looks like. Little it, house? Like a little house? Yeah. yeah. Oh, those are awesome. Yeah, Gunner Mine's owns not. one. His isn't, <laughs> but he, yeah, his yeah, isn't he is finished. cool. His, it's gonna be. His isn't finished, but I was looking up the picture of it online because I want to know exactly how big it was, what it looked like and whatever. And of course, Facebook, they get their their tracking cookies or whatever. Adblock Plus apparently has an exception for me. Um, I don't know why <laughs> why Facebook can pick up that info. Although who knows? It's probably not even ads. It's probably just uh, just internet traffic, like my IP address. But they're able to figure out what I was searching for, and all of a sudden I go to your Facebook garage sale. It just lights up. It says I have three notifications. Well, I have fucking three notifications because I'm not watching anything on Facebook garage sale, right? I never said, hey, Facebook garage sale, tell me the next time this pair of fucking microphones or headphones or something shows up. And bang, it shows three. So like a, like, you know, like a fucking laser pointer on a wall, you know, I just have to tap it. And I'm like, what's the, what's underneath the marketplace? And I click on it and it's fucking Gunner's house, right? It's Gunner's fucking house. It's the exact same picture of that house 
that I was looking up on Google Images. It's the exact same picture. And of course, the uh, the asshole that's claiming to sell it says he's selling it for $1 because he wants to be listed on the, the lowest prices. So I report that fucker. Um, but the, the fact that Facebook is actually becoming a useful platform for selling things and they know what you're looking for is it's creepy. And it's, it puts them in a position of power because eventually Craigslist is going to go away. I mean, with Craigslist, like the the Facebook, you got to take the good with the bad, I guess. Like the good is this seller might have mutual friends, mutual connections that I can check with those people to see if this guy is legit. I can't do that in Craigslist. Right. That's If Craigslist's one biggest downfall is now is like over half of the posts are just scammers. Yeah. Um, for anything, for renting, for buying a car, a house. Um, and... Some people, I've, I mean, I've sold stuff on Craigslist, and I don't know if I want to do that again because, like, people come to look at it, and you get people of all sorts of walks of life. And uh, it, it ended up being that. like, I'll just give it to the next person who shows up, please. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah, because at least their Facebook profile would show the omnisphere that they masturbate. Right, right, right. Yes. You're not going to get that in Craigslist. No. no, but seriously, you don't know anything about the buyers, right, right. on Craigslist. So, so that's one advantage. To Facebook. What's I never used to care about, but it's gotten you know this world's kind of getting a little scarier. And we're and we're starting we're starting to grow accustomed to having that information. And once you start having that information, you don't want to let go, right? You don't want you don't want to sell something with less with less quality to the seller. Um, I actually posted it was now I think two or three years ago I posted a job ad on Craigslist, and Craigslist asks you when you post a job ad how far of a distance from a certain area code it's going to be, so uh, or zip code. So I put in, I wanted it to be somebody within 20 miles, right? This specific job I wanted to be able to sit down and train somebody on, and I thought that that would be easier in person. I also wanted to help my community. So I wanted that the cities that were closest to me to benefit from this job, at least one person, right? Whether it be an intern in college or something. And what happened with Craigslist was the platform is so exploitable because they really don't protect against trolls that I got two applicants that were even within a five hour drive from me. Everybody else was overseas and they had bots that crawled local Craigslist postings. And all it did is it just lied about what city they were from, did a search on jobs with certain keywords, and then it returned them the results. Now, granted, these the applicants were qualified. A lot of them were actually really good. The applicants were qualified, but it, that just it shows you how exploitable that platform is. Yeah. That's something that Facebook knows a lot more about you. So when Zuckerberg says, hey, we're protecting you, we're protecting you by knowing the name, uh, birth date, um, and blood type of your of your of your youngest child, um, even though they don't have a profile, um, he says he's protecting you. There there are some checks and balances that are occurring behind the scenes. What's what's scary to us though is do we trust them to have that? Right, much it's always the sa- total control is always the safest, right? I mean. <laughs> I mean that's and that's where I say like they're becoming the establishment. They're becoming right. like that's what's troubling. It's like. No one, there was no vote for this. And I guess you could say, well, the vote is you use their service, right? Because right, they're right. the only one or whatever. And that's kind of true, but it's not entirely true because, you know. Plus, you can't unsign, really. I get, mean, try to, try to delete your profile. Get good at capitalism, sucker. Yeah. Uh, it's just. I mean, yeah, you imagine Zuckerberg. They're like, they're like yeah, well, you're going to have to pay fines. And Zuckerberg's like, I'll delete your profiles. <laughs> right, I mean. He's got the card there, right? He's got the money. Now, this is okay. Here's like a theoretical <laughs> that I, I definitely wasn't going to bring into here, but 
What happens if Facebook disappears? It's just gone. No, now. no, no. Well, I'm saying that you're like you're saying like I'll delete your profile. It's it's not. It's like I know who you know. <laughs> I know about the Omnisphere. Yeah, I know about the dogs. I, I have <laughs> video footage behind your house. I turned your camera on while you were sleeping. The guy you they tried call, to hire on Craigslist to watch not, you masturbate to those dead dogs. They're not mass graves. They're disappointment pits. Yeah. But I... <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I, I mean, it's funny because people were like, oh, yeah, Facebook's dying. This was like two or three years ago, people just were like, Facebook's dying, you know. it's gonna. There's going to be a next one. But like... They're kind of strong-arming this shit. Like, no, we're not going anywhere. They're doing a really good job. If I, to give Facebook their credit, they're doing a great job of changing, like, adapting to the times. Because a couple of years ago, I would have told you Facebook was being, it was going to be dead. It wouldn't yeah. even be here. But they're, like, you know, they're moving the cheese, basically, and they're following it, and they're not being silly about it. They're actually looking to change. Would you, you like know, to sign They're using in? that information to change into other platforms really I would think, you like to sign in with your Google ID or your Facebook account now do you know if you sign in with your Facebook account and that's probably my, how they got your search results it, it tells them that they can read all the cookies in your browser history and this that and the other I mean they're like oh you can read everything I do during this internet session and read all the cookies in your browser and it's yeah like, it's, it's true but they must have more because most people run ad blockers these days um, ad blockers are nice. Um, for those not familiar with them, their their intention is to block those huge flashy ads on the page. But the ad blockers, number one, the ad blockers have a whitelist. They have the good ads. Mm-hmm. Um, but number two, you don't always need the ad because Facebook knows the IP address you're using to connect, and the other the other servers you're connecting to, you may be blocking their ads, but you're not. That server still knows. Like if you go to um, if you use Google as a search engine, Google knows your IP address, so they have an idea. You're one of a few profiles that they've built over time that happen to uh, frequently connect from that house. So the question is, is, is what's Google doing with that data? Um, are they selling it to Facebook? Um, are, are, is there like, a, is there like a, a, a sharing that's occurring between the people who pay for ads? They also are allowed to tap into Google's um, uh, results. So the whole cookie thing, it's like you can block those, right? You can block those, but your profile is still getting built anyway. There's, it's kind of like, a, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, like saying that when you're walking through a forest, um, you're going to get out a, 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 some spray paint, right? And you're going to spray orange on every tree that you walk by and somebody else can come through and they can see exactly where you've been. And you decide, well, today I'm going to get that orange paint and I'm going to keep it in my backpack and I'm not going to mark my you know, mark the, the, the path that I went through. But somebody who's really good can look at your footprints and they can know about how big you are, about how much you weigh, and they can use other means to find out who you are. And it's very obvious to me as a person that does block cookies, advertisements, um, it's very obvious to me that they have another way to find out who you are. And this is part of the whole court case that's against them is they're saying you got to stop fucking collecting information that you were never given permission to collect. Right. Google had the same issue, right? Google had the uh, the Street View cars were driving around. You remember this? I don't know how long ago this was. Gunner probably remembers this vividly. But Google had the Street View cars that were going around because Google was doing the Street View in the Google Maps. And those Street View cars, Google, some engineer at Google said, hey... Uh, how about we put a little thing on there that connects to open Wi-Fi and let's just connect and get everything we can (laughs) everywhere in the fucking world, right? Remember this, Gunner? Remember this? So it's like, it's, it's, it's a noble idea. It's like, 
<laughs> He's nodding yes, yeah. So it's it's a it's a it's a very subtle idea, and it's like, well, hey, if I had my laptop, and I was there, and I connect my laptop, and I run a couple of tools, I can find out stuff, right? Whatever you can find out, you might be able to see other devices on the network. You might know that there's people there that own a Lenovo laptop. You might know people that there have iPhones. Um, you you might they even be able to guess one some disappointment def- pit. Yeah, there might be disappointment pit. Well, you call passwords. They were collecting that information, and the government said, "No, you're not allowed to keep this shit." You could easily record all the packets on a on a network and just do whatever you wanted with it later. Right. Yeah. And that's what Google did. They did this with their, I believe it was their Street View cars. Um, Gunner's looking up, I think, 3D printers right now, so yes. he's not. He's no, not no, I, no, be, well, no, because <laughs> well, because part part of it too was that effectively they were the the other flip side of that was not they were they were looking up Wi-Fi device IDs and stuff like that. But the other thing was is that there was documented evidence of them having actual Wi-Fi tra- like they were they were snooping people's traffic and capturing that as well and it was just you know like there was no there was no safeguard whatsoever it was just because we could do it we can and we'll fucking deal with it later and it, it, it's well they got enough money not to worry about it but you know back so I, maybe as we loop around back to the, the start of this is that it's like so you know and I, I guess part of this too is that like we, as we as we silence yeah, the show, yeah, it's getting quiet. I'm pulling up the article here, um, but yeah, it was the Supreme Supreme Court, and the picture of it. This is from 2014. The picture of it shows a car with a camera on top, which we, I think we've all seen now because Google Maps. You got Google, you got Google Apple. Earth, they're all building their maps, and you see them. Uh, this was one of the earlier ones, um, so it doesn't have the the the, the, the branding on it. Um, but so it says it says in the article the company has vigorously defended the legality of the sniffing arguing that capturing unencrypted wi-fi is not wiretapping so, but what's interesting is this is a similar this is a similar problem where facebook is being challenged with the amount of information that they're gathering and they're saying well it's it's out there it's out there for the gathering we're going to gather it so so this really this really goes one of two ways and it's it's kind of funny because we're 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 back to where it's like you have you have so all of these businesses are built on a basic level of acceptable dickery, you know. Like there's just like you know, someone's you're getting you know it's 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 you're getting fucked, but it's the level of like how much, and there's always one guy who has to ruin it for everyone, and it's going to be interesting to see if this is Facebook is the one that does it for all of these mass analytics because there is a very real prospect. That if the EU is not overwhelmed in nuclear, you know, nuclear conflagration with Russia or whatever, that all of these um, mass population data analytics systems get slapped with ITAR designations, in which case Facebook can't, you know, like you, you, there are there are very real restrictions on what you can do with this technology going forward, and. Everybody else would have been kind of cool just sitting in the background let, letting this stuff get abused, but Facebook just couldn't fucking help themselves, and they got they got too greedy, and they, they you know, like, they mined too deep Facebook too quickly, essentially, what you're saying. and they woke, they woke something deep in the mount. Facebook is, is, is the, uh, face, face, the Rick James, <laughs> the perpetual they, line stepper. Uh, the perpetual line stepper. <laughs> of Hollywood, true Hollywood stories with... With uh, Eddie Murphy's brother, Charlie face, Murphy. Face, Facebook be fisting the Balrog in that data mining <laughs> operation that they've been running. 
And the Balrog ain't gonna have it. At some point, it's got somebody's got to at least tame it. You know, should it stop completely? No, they're a business. Well, they that's what they, that's part of what they do. No, you know? not safe I mean, they off. provide a huge service. I mean, other people they love it for free. We don't pay a dime for it, right? Well, so they have the, to get something out of it. Here's the flip side. You pay if you let me pay and not have to deal. I mean, like you know, I, right. I worked out the cost of this. Right. I would be willing to pay for the service. Yeah, let me pay you five like, bucks a month. Well, that no, was I mean, like, stealing my even shit. like if it's if it's like cable, if it's you know, again, if it's a seventy dollar thing that I gotta have to have this like planetary communication network that like all of the stuff is managed. Fine, but stop being a fucking megalomaniacal asshole about it. It's one way to go. <laughs> I'm don't jerk it in the omnisphere. <laughs> don't jerk it in the omnisphere. I, I also read that um, there was a there's a social network called Orca that Google started years and years ago, and they're rebirthing that service, but they're renaming it. They're calling it Hello. Um, I guess it was pretty popular when it when it got shut down by Google. And I don't know if it's. I think it's being taken over by the founder. It's not actually a Google service this time around. And of course, what they're doing is they're countering all of the things that, that people are complaining about with Facebook, with selling their data. So it'd be interesting to see what new uh, social networks try to pop up well, as a result of uh, the stuff that's been happening. You know, and I guess what the thing is too is you talk about like how this is going to get resolved. It, 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 the, the flip side of this is that most of the, you know, like back in the day, it used to be you'd have our IRC chat You'd have email and everything like that, but you know you'd 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 have you'd have it like kind of locally controlled. But we pushed all that stuff out to the cloud, and there's only like three or four fucking people that provide this stuff now. And you know even that, like half of them make the devices that you're accessing the fucking you 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 basically the majority of what you do now. I mean like you know, I, I mean you got you got some outliers and stuff like that, but it, for the most part, uh, Facebook tried to make a phone. I mean, like, they're going to do it again at some point, you know. Uh, well, they bought, um, what's that headset, the Oculus Rift? Yeah, the Oculus Rift. They, yeah. they yeah. own it. They well, want no. it to be, like, the next TV. That's going to be, like, the next media platform that everybody uses. Well, no, but because the, the, the whole thing with Oculus is that, like, they know they, they, they have real-time analytics on where your focus is. Never mind, like, the mouse click and stuff like that. Oh, they have access to your eyes. Yeah, because <laughs> do you think Zuckerberg is going to get the technology in the Oculus and put it inside the Omnisphere? It's already there. It's already there. It's why it's it, it, it's it's actually... He, he had to control it so no one could know. <laughs> He's watching you, watching him, watching you. I mean, we're essentially... Uh, when I hear about you guys talk about this, we're talking about Walmart here, right? Like, move in, crush the competition, now I'm the only one, and now you're stuck with me. Well, and and again, it's like it does. It doesn't matter because Google's not gonna come. Google's not gonna come and save anybody. I mean, you know, again, it's it's. Hey, but Google Plus is so great. Google Plus is so great. It's so it's, dead. No, use it every day. No, it's not, it's not. It's not really being used. It's still alive though, which is weird. Some life support. That which that which never lived cannot die. <laughs> and, and they they cram it down your throat. Like if you want if you want to use Google's. Uh, Google's business listings. So if you want, when somebody goes to Google and they want you search for like Italian restaurant, if you want your your mom and pop Italian restaurant to show up in those results, you have to create a Google My Business account. Well, the Google My Business account is all still backed by a Google Plus profile. So you have to go through all the bells and whistles of creating this Google Plus presence uh, just to update 
your your business. Now, the business listing is valuable because people still use Google a lot to search for stuff locally, yeah. or they'll, they'll they'll do the OK Google and they'll just hope that it comes up on their the voice commands. But the Google Plus profile, there's not a whole lot of people using it. Um, who I see using it, we mentioned the Raspberry Pi earlier, which is like a it's like a DIY hobbyists. Um, little hacking computer thing um you can buy, you actually buy kits now at uh best buy has got them or you know like a fries or right. electronic store has got them and you can you can get the uh uh it's like a little learning kit yeah it's supposed to be like easy for a child to to learn how to how to do computer programming and stuff like that um but uh where was i going with this google business Google Plus making you go through hoops to who's using well, Google Plus? Well, because the, the other the other thing is is that you got you have all the you have all these frameworks that are getting built in the background that originally yet you, you know like you talk about that like there's microcenters got them they have the augmented they have all that augmented reality stuff so you can build your own like Google Google Voice Assistant or something like that or the smart camera but you know it, it's it's we keep. We keep having all this stuff that we used to own kind of get pushed out to the cloud because even Microsoft's like that. You got you know like uh, freaking have, have to, I got I, I have a Windows 10 box that I have to keep powered down during the day because otherwise the internet at my house is unusable <laughs> because it's freaking. But so so my my point. We're segue. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my, point, my point was is that yeah and that's it's partially my fault we're segueing um uh so raspberry pi was my point raspberry pi actually does use google plus for their news feed and it's nice um it's that's one reason another one is uh is linus torvalds the, the the godfather of linux there he uses it as well so there's a few people that do use that platform but i would say it's predominantly still a facebook world Google Plus really hasn't taken off. I don't see it ever taking. And ultimately, off. like I know, he, like he got dragged up to Capitol Hill. But does anyone think, as far as the public opinion is, which which is the only one that matters truly, did he come out there looking all that bad? No. I mean, what it sounded like was those mopes up on Capitol Hill barely knew how to turn a computer on. No, like he literally sunned them. You for wanted 40 to minutes. shame someone who's proud of how much of a dick he is about <laughs> being a dick. It doesn't work. Yeah, but they could have scared the shit out of him if they wanted to. Yeah, but but this is a little bit more complex though, right? I Gunner? know who you know. But yeah, Gunner, this it. is a little bit more complex, right? This is like yelling at like a like a like a nuclear power plant inspector. You if you don't know about the plant and the safety hazards and the technology behind what's going on, you you have a hard time telling them that they did something wrong. Right. The, the, I think what the Wade's point is that they look like they, they, they come off looking like smucks because they don't know the they don't actually know the lingo they don't know the technology and the t- technology is so new there's like so new. the only people that understand it work at Facebook work at Facebook <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah like they, they were literally like I mean he, he went up like grandma and grandpa tried to scold him and he just sunned them and they didn't know what to say you are actively you are actively punished if you are informed about the thing that you're forming opinion an opinion about in politics, it's like the freaking it's like that freaking thing with the lawsuit between Sun and Google over Java. Like the guy, the first, the, like the second judge there actually made the point of going and learning how pro, like how a program is built mm-hmm. specifically so that he can have an informed fucking opinion about the situation. And they went and told him, Nah, we don't we don't care about any facts here. Nah, and it's 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 still going back and forth, and it's just it, it it's we don't want to know. Nobody wants nobody wants to know. Nobody's got an attention span anymore. Nobody it, 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 it's 
it's too too much of what we depend on nowadays are things that we're paid we're paid not to know about. Fair enough. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to know. You don't want to know how you don't like what's really involved in getting that gallon of you know the gallon of gas or whatever oh or my the God. milk or, or like your, yeah. your dinner uh, or it's uh, like I don't want to fucking what, know. A cheeseburger like a cow drinks like what six hundred gallons of water yes, for a three ounce the, cheeseburger. Just what, right. what's really what's really involved in this fucking <laughs> this fucking moment of bliss. That's a long long path to walk down though. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just gonna put I'm gonna put that in the note box. Hope it don't come up in the atmosphere feed. And uh, it's like, like how many how many people have you had to cut out of your life on Facebook because they just don't get the idea that you don't want to see one thing. I, I, like the a, like the animal cruelty shit. There was a great one today, and it was um, it was a cousin of mine, and it's the same one that we talked about last week. And I love him; he's great. So if he's listening, um, I still love you, even 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 with this. And I even I think I clicked love on his post. But what he did was exclamation point. He he put up he put up one of those he shared one of those memes today about how if anybody sends him something that tells him to pass it along, it dies with him. So I sent them the screenshot of the thing that told, told me last week to pass along. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. it sounded funny in my head again. It's like I have a hard time talking to stupid people. Oh, you seem to be making a good go of it yourself right now. But it, it's how do you how do you get you know like you know what is it? how do we get away from this if if everything we do is done on these guys' tools at this point. I think it's fair to say that it's... I think we've established enough data from social media being attached. You know, it's not some giant, long case study for decades, right? But we've had several solid years. It's too much of it, very unhealthy. It's not toxic. Good. It's yeah, toxic, super yeah. toxic and degrades your relationships. I almost feel like it. it's slowly but surely isolating you from eventually everyone eventually facebook will find the topic oh my my daughter who's like 12 right yeah. will sit there with six of her friends in the same exact room not at school like at a sleepover with all of them snapchatting each other like across the room and messaging each other mm-hmm. it's like the person is two feet away from you just ask a question well, or talk to them. You know, but th- like, why is, would you be on your phone? This to- is like texting or, you know, like using AOL. That, you know, like we, Because we used to make a joke about that when we were having the LAN parties. Is we'd have AIM open or something mm-hmm. like right, that. Right, right. We'd other. But it, it's... That's different, though. You're playing a game with a headset on, right? I, I just figure, though, that I, you, when I say do, isolation... Do we, do, we, do, we, do we end up like in the flip side of the Matrix where like everybody's still got legs and arms and they're not in the pods, but effectively they're, just, they're, mm-hmm. wired, they're wired in on their shitty five and You know, as long as the computer can fucking read my mind for once, because right now having to tell it what to do all the time... Pain in the ass. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, a, that's not what I said. That's not what I said, computer. You're misinterpreting. When I say isolation, I mean like, you know, that's that's about that's about the only thing that's going to keep keep them around. Keep them around. He's talking about the PC, right? Is is having enough having enough stone on on the endpoint device to actually start doing like that real time human gesture communication stuff. Well, let's let's talk about the PC, right? I mean, the actual the PC, not your smartphone or anything like that. The personal computer. 
Ooh. <laughs> What's a, a personal computer? The personal confuser. Yeah, the personal computer. Uh, many would speculate is going the way of the dinosaur. Yes. What are you talking about? I have like twenty. No, would you consider a gaming PC Two of them run. like a personal computer? Yes. Well, you're, yeah. you guys, yeah. you guys ruined that, you goddamn Bitcoin miners. I <laughs> yeah, now I gotta pay so much more for a yeah. fucking graphics fucking, card. I'm like fucking, well, I'm like fucking boot wiring three different graphic cards together <laughs> up from the scrap pile. That's all we can find. <laughs> this, this, I this, built this. it in a cave with a box of fucking scraps. <laughs> Little Gunner Iron Man is, reference. Gunner made the Iron yeah, Man of, yeah. of, of graphics cards because there were none left because they're all being used for Bitcoin. <laughs> yes, it, it really not not the cool one, more the, the horribly beat up one. Uh, you know, in, in the shitty one from the desert. Not like the cool Iron Man one. That's like that, the beginning of the Iron Man. That's a prototype. Really strong, prototype. Yeah, a prototype. That's prototype. a really strong value judgment you just exercised there, buddy. I'm on Facebook. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but. Hashtag unlike. Fuck you. Oh, sad face. <laughs> well, there's certain aspects of the PC that I don't think are ever going to. I mean, people just enjoy. Like, I love my phone or whatever. And, but. I want 10. a big screen. Huh? The iPhone 10. I gotta have it. I can't wait till the 9 comes out. <laughs> just, just, just don't replace and MacBooks, the MacBooks aren't going to go the way of the PC because you'll have to upgrade to, you know, get to the next well, version. Let's, let's be fair. They're not, you, you don't upgrade. Uh, upgrade in the sense of putting new parts and you, you upgrade it and you throw it into a fire right. and watch whatever spirit, uh, time. You know the 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 app the Apple engine Imagineers as they were uh, captured inside that tablet. Well, too. Uh, Apple announced this week that they said stop the fucking rumors. iOS and the the desktop version of Mac will never merge. They're like they are different things. They serve different purposes. Right. They will never merge. So you mentioned PC, you know PC gaming specifically or whatever, you which has PC. pushed has pushed CPUs, mm-hmm. uh, basically solid state disk building, and well maybe. You could say business. But tell, what are the what are the aspects of it that you say? Okay, I like my phone, but I don't I don't like this. I don't oh, like I like it. a big screen. Tell like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tick off things that I can replace for <laughs> in a second. A big screen TV. All right, a big. I don't like that. I don't need that. And I also like it private at the same time. Um, big screen headphones. TV in your house. Uh, no, I don't mean that. Like I don't want my kids necessarily Man cave. seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. That's though. Just true. Zuckerberg, APC, That's true. You know? Zuckerberg watching you right. jerk it on an Oculus Rift. Right, right. So I, there's another aspect that I hadn't <laughs> thought of. Um, but what does it just look at like your, like what would he see? Just your retina? <laughs> Like if the Oculus Rift was sending back a picture of you, what would it look like? Would it just be like like oh. like, a, like your like your nose? No, it, it's 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 actually like the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Sixth Day. It's actually recording your soul while it's watching you what, what, through your terrible eyes. Terrible movie that no one saw. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to use that reference. <laughs> I saw it. It's been a while though. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty bad. So, so they could like see how is many. Is that pretty or post eraser? Uh-huh. Mute. W. Mariano feed. <laughs> so, so Wade, what you're you're asking Miles, what you can't get from what would you say a phone or a gaming console? Is yeah, like what? what and I'm not saying. Um, well, well, yeah. Well, gaming a ga- gaming console as of right now, you need a lot of moving parts, basically. You know, and maybe they will come out with something eventually that is looks more like a console that is a full computer, but 
the thing is, is the more the games come out, you know, like if you're into gaming at all, the next game that comes out, you need the next best graphics card. Uh, well, it's, they, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny because you, you talk about the game console, the, the game console and PC thing, and it's it's this weird like quato total recall thing where What's for the longest the longest time they added more you know like because it, it really like it's 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 kind of weird because the last year or so and AMD came out with an actual usable multi-core processor that goes toe-to-toe with Intel and Intel's kind of been sitting on the four core like the, the four core thing for the desktop forever forever you know and you can right. say hyper threading but that's like that's for cheaters um but it's you're, weird you're, you said total recall I'm trying to Picture this it's creature a, coming out of Yeah, Quato right lives in, in the, the abdomen of yeah. uh, Dan Arnold, essentially. Yes. <laughs> Open up your mind. That but, movie's pretty badass, actually. But it's, it's it's weird because like there there's there's like this tipping point, and it really comes from uh, again, it's kind of AMD, but it's not in the way that you'd think because it's the the PS4. And the Xbox One both use x86 processors with a you know multi-core AMD x86 processors with their graphics chips. And like used pretty much to people that don't know what x86 is, it's the 32-bit original PC um, uh, architecture, right? It's yeah. what the original PC was built off of, um, which is predominantly an Intel standard, right? Yeah, it's it's derived from that, but the. the the, the the crux of it is is that up until that point you know like they've been trying to give you more you know they've been trying to proselytize that the multi-core was the was was the future and everything like that and everybody sat around with their thumbs up their asses because it's a hard problem and it was just easier throwing throwing more clock speed at a thread right but they couldn't make the power envelopes they couldn't meet the power envelope requirements on these consoles by just throwing a super fast CPU at them, so they threw mul- they, they they threw multiple cores that were a little bit slower, but they forced everybody to get get good at multi core programming on these things. And as guys have filtered out of the gaming companies over to the business application side, all of a sudden you're seeing this thing where it's like the standard, the gold standard for a long time, which was like four cores, can't cut it. And even Intel, like trying to move up market with their, their their consumer CPUs, where it's like six cores, six core six cores are not enough because you'll start seeing programs bogged down right. because they finally they finally have gotten on track where it's like no, we actually need this massive parallelism to handle to handle these workloads now because we finally figured out how to distribute tasks accordingly. Because you know you go back to the gaming thing, like six cores actually will you'll, you'll you'll see all six cores. Even on like a top of the line chip, maxed out now because it just it it's not the actual works. You know, like they're looking for eight. Right. So there is a point here with the console versus the. Well, PC. I, mean, I was saying like uh, Stream Were or you, Steam. Is Steam the big game site? Steam. And I believe, I believe they came down, out. Yeah. Steam came out with a console, right? And so did Alienware. Mm-hmm. That right. And, and, and anybody, uh, any gamer that's worth face. their spit will say like nobody. They, they just rejected them completely. Rejected. Yes. Yeah. Um, and because of that rejection is why I think that the desktop or works work you know at home PC will live on. There's definitely a market for the gaming PC. Um, I do agree with that. But also, I think that you have to think the g- largest group of people in the United States are baby boomers. 
that the second to none. For and, now. And baby sure. boomers, and they're in what, between 55 and 70 or something they are right now. They're gonna, there's a lot of them. They're going to be here for a long time. And they were, they were young enough um, that they started using computers in their daily life, and they're not too old to not care about it anymore. So, and I don't think they're ready to move away from a piece. I, I agree with that statement. I think that those that that age group still does not. They don't completely embrace the cell phone as the because it's really when we're talking about the death of the older you get replaced with. I just got. I just got my sixty-five-year-old father to finally like he find like the, there was the moment you know like again kicking and screaming, hated all this shit. We finally got him. He's he, we have an he has an Android phone now. He can do all this stuff on it. He has an iPad. You know, like again, it was it was it, it was it was weird because I couldn't get him to just grok that interface for the longest time. Right, but to, especially. But, but to that point, my father, similar age, he's on his third smartphone. Right, and and he doesn't really use the computer all that much. He uses it for stuff that's more close to business productivity. Like he uses it for uh, for printing, for creating flyers, for printing flyers. He's part of like some car clubs, and he has to print those flyers up. But he doesn't really need it for that much more. I mean, he's, he, my, my father's doing all the stuff for the, the like, he, he, we're moving more, more over to that, but he's doing all his farm management stuff off those things. Off the smartphone or off of the PC? Off of the, off the iPad. He's doing it off of the iPad now, right. Yeah. Now, what might actually happen as far as the home PC goes mm -hmm. um, is that you might see more of a cloud PC that people log into it's the chromebook because cloud computing that's the chromebook because really i mean it's going to become so inexpensive at some point because your amazons and azures and whatever club googles of the world that are providing all these solutions for businesses eventually they're still going to have some old hardware hanging around that they don't want to sell to businesses anymore because they're selling them the latest and greatest so they're going to offer solutions of a workstation that you can just log into from anywhere for probably pretty much nothing, it's going to become like a utility kind of. But they're doing it now, right? I mean, it's it's the it's the story of the Chromebook, yeah. and it's been very right. successful. Sure, I mean, you can do your work process. My girlfriend Shauna's got one, and I mean, she can pretty much do everything with it, and it was relatively inexpensive uh, compared to like that thing, like the 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 Mac that you have there. It's significantly more inexpensive. I mean, to when I think about it, I mean, God, I was a hardcore PC master race gamer for years. Mm-hmm. Dude, my Xbox, I watch TV on that thing. <laughs> I do everything on that thing. Like I game on the thing. It's Why aren't you just, streaming it's just your games from your easier. PC yes. onto your Xbox? What's that? Why aren't you streaming your games from your PC onto your Xbox? He is. He's streaming, he's streaming other people's games from their PCs. Because I am closer Actually, yes, to his, the... His, his master gamer status now is he watches other people play games. I, mean, I do watch, he's a I do watch Twitch. But I can watch... Guess what I watch Twitch master on? master racer. Guess what I watch Twitch on? My Xbox, not my PC. When I want a game, yeah. Could I uh, get better results on my PC? Definitely. My PC specs are significantly higher than my Xbox. But the experience... Similar, if not better, frankly, there's significantly more connectivity on Xbox. It's way easier to find, to network with people on there and find people that like the same games that I do. It's not the same as Steam where I'm stepping into a toxic piece, pile of shit whenever I hop onto a game. Right. Someone, is it's not like, someone is not obviously hang, hung out in the Xbox Google chat rooms. Right, I haven't because no. I, don't, I don't use those. <laughs> <laughs> Jerkin. 
One of the things, one of the things, like the rumors about the Apple iOS merging with the Apple desktop. I think the reason these rumors keep coming back around, because this isn't the first time that it's been said, is because I think conceptually we want we want to have the PC in our pocket. And, and technologically, there's no reason why we can't, right? We why talked about this. Why can't we just yeah. clip our phone into a fucking TV? Well, docking station. Cat, put your yeah. phone into a docking station. Yeah, just well, hook up a fucking keyboard it. to it. I mean, right. you look Monitor at the f- pops up. You got a keyboard. You know, well, what's a, or know what the big YouTube thing has been for years that I'm still waiting for, by the way? Is they have the keyboards, the light, you ever see the light keyboards? The projection. You can, you can, actually, you can actually buy one of those. Yeah, the projection. So how long is it until your iPhone puts one of those out in front of it or your whatever, Samsung Galaxy, whatever, well, your it, high-end it, phone, it, it, it's puts funny. one out and then it projects the other part on a, on a wall and you have a two-way projector with a keyboard. And your, your iPhone so, 10 can do the 3D uh, the 3D facial right. um, tracking. It should be able to do the finger tracking too. Your, your phone, which I heard Apple's discontinuing because they haven't had enough sales, the iPhone Which 10. just means it became more valuable, so. <laughs> well, it's, like, it's like cryptocurrency. <laughs> but your phone, the optical sensors on the front of that. Are you mining on your phone? Huh? Are you mining on your phone? No, my God, no. That would be a great candidate for that style keyboard. You would still need some way to project it, though. Well, no, and it's a dual-way projector, right? So it projects this way a screen, mm-hmm. this way a keyboard. And but, I mean, was one little I, sensor up my there? issue with the projecting phones, I don't mean to go off topic too much, but they have them, right? You can go and you can buy the projecting phones. Some people even just get a cardboard shoebox, they cut a hole in it, and they prove that you can project your screen onto a wall with it just using a magnifying glass and a shoebox. And it does work. I've seen the videos. It does work. The problem is, is that the lumens are fucking shit. You can't see anything unless it's like three inches away from the wall and you're in a completely dark room. Well, because there, there, there's, there's problems with physics. Is that your physics. happy place? And it, it's, it's funny. It's, well, because you talk about you talk about that. my omnisphere. That's how there's, I in my omnisphere. There's, my shoebox. There's two phones that really, they've kind of tried to push this yeah, thing Mo- with. Motorola tried to do it a while ago. Uh, Moto, Moto still does it because uh, the Moto Z has what they call the play, the, the play system. Right. Or Because uh, I've been... I will neither confirm or deny I've been I've been scrounging this because they actually they, they had a predecessor to that called the Atrix and the Atrix amongst its many other weird artifacts was that the Atrix was a phone that actually had a full laptop dock that you could see like you know it was an Android mm-hmm. phone. I remember talking stack, about this. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and then like again, like if you're if you know much, much like petting zoos and uh, sex toys, anything will work if you're brave enough. Uh, you can pay. You, well, I'm so proud of that statement. Oh, like, petting, petting zoo is sex toys. Anything will work if you're brave. Anyways, um, any zoo is a petting zoo if you're brave enough, Trace. Any zoo is a petting zoo. Um, but the you know they had a whole a series of expander sleeves that go on it. And actually, if you're really bold, they actually have DIY kits. So it's like okay, we expose we we have a standard interface that we expose to you via this the sleeve that slides on the back of the phone. You want to build your tricorder or your death ray. Or your mobile streaming solution, or you want to retrofit it back into this Atrix dock, or you want to have it so it's driving like three displays simultaneously. But to that have point, it. there's a modular cell phone that actually is starting to see some success, right? What's that called? Do you know the one I'm talking about? Right, right. There's actually a phone that well, you can you buy. Like, I know things. You know these things. <laughs> it, it, it turn off the 3D printers when you load up. Listen, I'm, I'm working on the future while we're talking about the past. But, but yeah, there's there's actual modular. Uh, there's a modular phone. Um, it's the something one. I can't remember the name of it. And 
yeah, you can upgrade your own components. It has, it's been, I'll say it's been successful from a Kickstarter campaign because they've been able to seek funding enough to, to, to manufacture the phones. I'm not sure. I don't know if Gunner's managed to uh, I'm looking through all the this modular cell phone yet. There are many. There are many projects. But to that point, so when it comes to turning the phone into the PC, there has been some attempts. Uh, one of them was um, was a flavor of Linux. Linux is an alternative to Windows um, called Ubuntu. Why? Linux. I like Linux. I like it great. I think I, I like it for business solutions. For at home use, I'm still a Windows guy. I, through, I'm going to quote Gunner here. Um, so Linux is a free alternative to Windows, and Gunner will usually rebuttal with a statement. I don't know if Gunner is the, the original author of this, but I, I, I say it all the time. Linux is free. Well, so is so a PC is, if you buy it. Like Linux, that, yeah. Linux is free. Or Windows is. So as long as your time is worth nothing. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, because, and, and the, the phrase is supposed to explain how fucking hard it is to get Get Linux working, but there was a flavor. Uh, um, I don't know if they still offer it in this flavor, but it's a flavor of a, of a version of Linux called Ubuntu. And with Ubuntu, it was designed around the idea that you could dock it, and you could dock it. You could have your full blown desktop, and you could have your phone. The problem is, in order for that to be successful, Ubuntu needed to be successful in the phone marketplace, and that's something that's very interesting. So Windows came out with Windows Mobile in a, in a, in a it tank. Bombed. Yeah, it bombed. Some Amazon's phone it. bombed. Yep. Yeah. The, what's really running the market right now is Android and iOS. Now, Android, um, in one version, I think it was like 4.0, they did offer support for a mouse cursor. And you could actually use a mouse cursor with Android. So I thought that's where it was going to go. But what's happened is, is Google really hasn't put a lot of money into the Android desktop. They've been putting the money into the, the Chromebook. Um, however, Google is coming out with a brand new non-Linux, non-Android-based operating system. Was it Go or something like that? Um, Go, I believe, is their program. No, I think I think they actually because this was this was part of I I, I seriously gave them a WTF moment because I could have sworn that they actually rebranded it is the name of their uh, OS. Um, <laughs> um, it looks like it looks like it's called Fuchsia Fuchsia OS for now. It might the, the name might change. <laughs> It's a mysterious new operating system called Fuchsia. And it says Android and Chrome are both based on Linux. Uh, Fuchsia is not. But I don't know that much, that much more about it. But the, the concept that your phone can become your desktop, I think that, could, that right there could extinct the desktop. Right. It, the phone is it's powerful enough to do what the desktop does. Well, yeah, and we were talking about this uh, the other day, that... This like the window, whatever any of our phones, oh, okay. pretty much any smartphone is is more powerful than any PC we had ten years ago. And if you're just doing they word processing people. and searching the internet, like ninety five percent of the population for the most part, unless you're doing work or something well, well, or a remote desktop to somebody else, something else, your phone could definitely handle it. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you talk about like a big screen, who's to say down the road you're not going to be able to hook up an Oculus Rift to your cell phone and just well, I mean, that's what that's what Samsung does. Now. Well, yeah, yeah, and I have a I have a Pixel, and, the, uh, and a lot of your phones do it too. But the Pixel does have the three D mode, where the phone can flip into three three D mode. You can slide it into a headset, and that's a nice feature. The problem that I've had with the headset is you can't control it once you're in the three D headset. Like they haven't figured out how to add an input to it because like you can't touch it while it's inside the headset. Yeah, you can move your head oh, around. No, they have 
They have now. They've had like the things that plug in, and you get like little. Yeah, results. you get the little joysticks, right? Your son but just but you're still there. stuck inside a 3D app, right? There's no way to control. It. It's not like if you want to touch your home button and go into Google and just surf the internet. You don't want to take your headset off to surf Google. You can't actually do that yet. Like the the technology is there, but they haven't actually written the software around it to allow you to control the device while I it's mean, strapped there, into a headset. There's 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 been a couple demos of the what what amounts to that 3D desktop effectively so like how how you, how you control how you control that OS outside of the But context. why does it need to be 3D? Right? I mean, why can't I just like Miles said he wanted a big enough screen in a in a VR headset, it's a big enough screen. Well, Microsoft's next computer isn't even a VR headset. It looks like it, except uh-huh. it's just clear glasses. Yes. And it actually puts the desktop in front of you. And the whole desktop is the headset basically. That one I actually now altered reality is awesome, but I don't like the fact that you know I I needed to be in a locked room um, so that it, I, nobody attacks me for the mm-hmm. most part. No, well, no, because but actually, so just I mean, have your regular are, are, glasses. Are, 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 are we talking about? Are we talking about? Um, not the what are the, the is it Intel? Is it the Intel one? No, it's, no, it's, it's, no, if you no, go on Microsoft Store. Actually, H, HP sell. Actually, HP sells it as part of the package in the Omen, but like because I'm trying to think. No, of this like, is like a mic, like literally. Well, because they, they they have they have the they have the AR headset, so because that's have, not an the, AR headset. Because I was going to buy one of these, I know exactly what you're talking about. This one is literally it's much more. They're like two grand, I think, yeah. or three grand when I looked at them, and it's literally just blue glasses, and it puts everything out in front of you. So it's like an altered reality instead of I know a lot of the virtual reality ones they call um, altered reality or something. Yeah. Well, no, because the the because the, originally if it's if it's based on the original tech that they demoed, because that was the thing was it was the Hololens. The hollow, the hollow lens, yes, but because the, the the whole point with that is, yeah, you you have you have a display that merges that that the real space. Yeah, with. I think the yeah that must be. Is it. this the hollow lens? Is yeah. that what it is? Mixed reality. Your world is in, is the canvas. Yeah, yeah, mixed reality. That's that. the picture. The picture of it on Microsoft's site shows an astronaut um, floating on top of a table with a little globe next to him. Which I was always bummed that 3D came out real big and holograms never did. Because they had hologram like kind of solid when I was you know, 28 but, years ago. But, they had like a video mean, game like, you could play at the arcade. But, but, but the you problem, know? The and then they just is, disappeared. The problem is, is that you have, and that may come back to a certain extent, but it's, that kind of box, right? Well, so the yeah, most... You need lots of lights and stuff. Well, because... You, you, because the other the other thing is that for the most part the only one that's reliable as the display tech is something that's based on this 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 old trick called Pepper's Ghost, which is just mm. you have Pepper's Ghost. Is that related to the Ghost Pepper, the Ghost, ghost Chili? Pepper. No, it's it really you know it's it's like how you can you can look out a window and still see the reflection of what's going on behind you. Mm-hmm. During the same, and that, that that's it. You have, you have glass oriented at a specific no, plane, yeah. and projecting mm-hmm. an image onto it, and like that's how that Tupac, you know, like the the Tupac and the Michael Jackson hologram work. And like the hologram. No, that's not true. Tupac is still alive. That's how that hologram yes. works. Yeah, they have like rock whole rock concerts that are holograms. Yes, yeah. And that, 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 that's how it, because, but the 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 gist of it is is that you have you have issues with. You know, you go back to projectors. You can only throw so much. You can only throw so much lumens at once without melting. Yeah, but something. they never tried to really make it any better. You know, I mean. Well, but it's also it's also it's a horrendously inefficient way. You know, like from a volumetric standpoint, nice. it's a horrendously in. You know, like the the display doesn't scale because you have to have roughly 
a projector. There's a lot of lonely guys out there. I mean, if they could well, just... Do, I don't know if you You go back to PC. I mean, it's not as good as a petting zoo, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, there is, there is, there is a virtual wife, uh, Amazon Echo, that's for sale in Japan. That will actually have a, it actually has a holographic waifu hanging out on the top of this. A what? Come on, man! You What's on a, the internet? You know a this. Waifu? A waifu? Waifu? It's like waifu. Uh, you know this shit. Your waifu is trash. It's What's like uh, it, it originates from like uh, the anime culture. Okay. Attractive uh, females that like okay. you want to wife up that you want to make your wife. That's waifu. It's waifu material. You have an attractive wife that you want to do what? You no, wanna... like a woman uh-huh. that you find attractive, uh-huh. like an anime chick. Typically, this comes from like uh, weirdos. Not weirdos. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an anime freak myself, an anime super freak. But I mean, like, an attractive listen. female you would want to make your wife that you call her waifu, waifu. Like what okay. you call your girlfriend wifey, oh. but she's really not your wife. Okay, so I was sorry to derail that. I had I didn't know what a waifu was. It sounded like oh, it's some definitely high cartoons. I'm not gonna say there's not. <laughs> it sounded like a new type of Wi-Fi to me. I didn't know what that was. So Gunner, you were saying that there's a website you can go to and you can get a waifu. No, it is an actual. It is an actual device like an Amazon Echo that. Uh, We'll have your uh, holographic... Okay, uh, so Gunner's got pictures of this up. It mm-hmm. says, an anime hologram assistant, and yeah. it's a it's a little it's a little black box. It actually looks very similar to the 3D printers he was looking at earlier. What was that uh, movie that it's came a, out? It's, Something. A, it's a little cube, and it has um, it has like a little with anime Joaquin girl in there with a... Joaquin Phoenix? With a light blue... Oh, Her. You're Personal talking about the movie Her? Yes, that's what he saw. Yeah, yes. you're talking about the movie Her. Yeah, Her, there was no hologram. So what you guys are talking about is the idea that the... It's a completely synthetic, 100% synthetic um, girlfriend. Where the computer... You know, you date the computer. Yeah, it's a very interesting movie. Her. So that would be like, but that wouldn't be a, what was a wife? No, that wasn't a her. What was the, oh. it was a remake of a movie that just came out that Harrison Ford was in. Right? It wasn't Harrison Ford. Blade, mm. What are you talking about, Blade Runner? Blade Runner, 2048. Oh. The girlfriend, hologram girlfriend, wife oh. thing he's got. Oh. That, that is the you way they That's actually, it's Cortana from Halo. No, I mean, that's, right? Is that? Halo is a gaming series, a gaming uh, series that was popular on the Xbox. For you're talking, you're talking about, you're talking about. Wow, my, my my microphone actually yells at me if I go over box. <laughs> really? So the YouTube video for this waifu or whatever you said it was is I'm probably saying that wrong is playing and there's a man, uh, I would guess Japanese man sleeping in his bed and there the girl is she's inside this little black box, the hologram girl. She's it's maybe a foot tall and she's like clicking her fingers and the lights are turning on in the room while he's sleeping. So she's supposed to be more of like a digital assistant, right? Yes. Correct. But it's, you know, it, again, it, it's just... Prototype. It, she has to be in waifu form, though. It can't be a robot, right? It has to be a cute anime girl. Mm. In Japan, well, yeah. no. <laughs> you, you can go either way. I mean, this this is a country that... This, yeah, listen, this is a country that, you know, this this is a media entertainment form that uh, came up with... Uh, Persona, like anthropomorphic Moe personifications of World War II battleships. So I mean, you know, where are you going? You know, it, 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 it's oh man, you guys have not. Man, how am I the old one here and still on, still in the loop on this stuff? I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. What are you saying? Yeah, 
No, so there, uh, and I can't remember what the hell the name of the series is, but there, effectively there is a there is a there is a cartoon that the whole premise of it is that almost all the characters in it are cute anime girl versions of like doom ships from the First World War, like they're just walking around with gun turrets strapped to them. Oh. Oh man, you guys are not you guys are not on the slash B enough. Oh. No. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a. So the girls, each girl represents a different warship. Yes, and because like, there is so nothing you that know, you cannot, there is nothing that you cannot make anime anime weebo. So do you need you to try? Do you need to know about <laughs> war like history? To, do you need to know about war history in order to really enjoy that show? I think like if you know about war no. history, it's more like an Easter egg into their personalities or something, or little quirks or. Something like that. Like, you could be like a 16-year-old kid and be like, oh, man, the action's amazing. But, like, maybe this one character has certain characteristics that are pulled from actual history. So it's like watching Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou without knowing anything about the Odyssey. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty good... Yeah, it's a pretty good... So that was me, basically. I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I know nothing about the Odyssey. I liked that movie. It was great. Kantai Collection. Oh, he's got the battle... So Gunner has the Battleship Girls up now. Yeah, so like one of the girls has she actually has like the um what are the what are the guns on the top of the tanks called? Are those turret guns? What are those called? Turrets. The turning ones. Turrets. She she has like two two barrel turrets um and she has she has four of them on the outside of her body and she looks like she's dressed but you know, there's also there's also weird stuff where they still play. Yeah, there, there's also like weird stuff where they're still kind of they don't celebrate their involvement in World War II, but they're still kind of like weird Nazi fetishization <laughs> shit sometimes. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's a very obscure and specific. Well, that's, um, we are we have that too. I mean, mm. our our culture is, I think, will always be somewhat obsessed with World War II, and you can't have World War II without the Nazis. Like, right. you just can't. Like, they're the villains, no doubt, but you can't have it without them. Greatest bad guys. So, yeah, I mean they are probably history's greatest need, bad guys. Are you saying that they history. need to do the Steven Spielberg replace all the replace all the Nazi symbols with guns or so, <laughs> with walkie talkies? So this girl's got something else. What's that that she's holding up in the air? It looks like an umbrella. What is that? That is thing? a buoy. So she's got a, a buoy that she's That's holding. An umbrella. She has a small red skirt on, um, and Visual she has even more radio. What's that? Visual jokes on the radio. She, she has even more like tank equipment on her and like the previous girl she has like four more of these turrets but each one of them has three guns on it so yeah this is a very it's the actual the weapons she's wearing are larger than she is yes and there's you're saying that there's an is an animated series yes so you there's actually a show there there is not there there yes there is there is nothing that you cannot convert to this format in Japan. This picture is described as Armor Girls Project Kantai Collection. Kantai Collection. Okay. All right. She is Battleship Yamato. <laughs> um, so we kind of went off topic a little bit. Well, really, bit there, no, because this is still entirely relevant, because obviously, if this is all you're doing, if this is all the media that you're consuming, you obviously don't need a computer to do this Agreed. at this point. You can do that with their phones. Yeah. Hmm. Be interesting to see how long it hangs around for. It that is, yeah, I I am of the, I subscribe to the theory that, eventually, 
and I don't know, I probably won't be alive when it happens, it will go by the wayside. Though. Like, the PC that we know it, where it's kind of, and it already kind of has, right? Like, no one's really building rigs anymore. Not that often, anyway. Like, it's a lot less when you can get, like, a console. And there are still PC gamers, don't get me wrong, but very, I think a lot fewer people are building their own rigs because it's, I mean, it's still, the, their time is worth Well, our gen- the, I think the, the generation the, of people that were doing that the five are getting old enough that they don't. Fund. Yeah, to either time or care yeah. about it for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, and the that's, younger yeah. crew just doesn't need it. They don't care. And we, because of all those things that younger generations did, and GPU, you know, gaming pushed all the other hardware up to a point that they don't need that really. That, that thirty-two, that thirty-two thread Epic CPU. If you go back twenty years ago, paying off says otherwise. Twenty years ago, you got so much more out of building a rig than you could out of a PlayStation. Well, twenty, 20 oh, yeah. years ago, people actually could build computers as a living. Right, 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 right. You could have local people in your years ago. You could get the parts. (laughs) (laughs) That's true too. And 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 the parts were standardized. You know, the computers were a certain size. They're still standard, for the most part. It is standard as long as you buy a full, full fledged computer. Right. Uh, But a lot of people aren't buying. If you buy the small form. Yeah, you get a small form factor. It's like the because there was a certain time I don't remember when, like in the. I want to say it was in like the mid '90s when the the computer manufacturers were trying to jam on as much as they could, and you'd have the riser boards, These right? Skinny things. Out yeah, there. yeah. You had the small weird computers. You had the big computers with special boards in them, and it would like it would put the expansion slots like going vertical instead of horizontal. There was propri- There was some some sense of proprietariness uh, uh, even back then. But now I see a lot of the really really tiny computers, and it makes sense because if you can have an Xbox play the video games that you're playing uh, with the hardware that fits inside there why would you need a full-blown computer case uh, you know like that like the big the big Dells that you'd see at the workplace and stuff like and, that and like in the gaming sphere specifically because that's probably what I know the most about I think and maybe some of it can be accredited to Nintendo I think we've seen like because it was always that push the graphics are so much better the graphics like like Crisis was a game that like pushed the PC to the limit and that's you know, they've written awfully. To be fair, though. <laughs> sure, that's fine, though. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, but, that's it's a benchmark, right? So in the console wars, you saw that mirrored. It was like PlayStation Three, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, PlayStation Four's got better stuff. Xbox One has better stuff, and it's like that battle. But then Nintendo came along. and was like, yeah, our shit's like a generation old, but our games are really, really fun. Like right. we're gonna concentrate more on the mechanics and the mm-hmm. gameplay than we are about the flashy graphics. Uh- some of the biggest games in the last couple of years have been that. Like, uh, what was the one with the cars that played ball? Rocket League. Oh, dude, Rocket League, yeah. It was that. just an old-school arcade-style game. Right. Blew up. There is, people there is a whole thing um, about What's something? the new first-person shooter that all the kids are... Oh, well, yeah, uh, Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite. No, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a whole thing right now about getting all of these old, small-form factor... Oh, you like the NES and... And refitting, refitting them is just like... You know, because that's it's funny because the, the, the definition of the gaming PC has kind of changed too. Because like people talk about like, you know, it's got to be a three thousand dollar rig with a 1080 Ti and stuff like that. Oh, and it's yeah. like, no, I mean, you know, it's it's you threw you, you threw a 1050 or a 1030 inside inside a Dell like Optiplex 7010 or something. Yeah, you, know, you still it, get like 60 frames on GT5 yeah, or something. You know, I mean, they're they're they're, they're all written. You know, again, like. At some point, they stop. You know, like all the like most of the games that are actually popular are written for very crap hardware. Right. When you read the minimum requirements, it's not a GT or a 1080 
But you can get you can get a keyboard on an iPad, right? You can you, like you can get a Bluetooth keyboard. You can clip an iPad onto it. You can get a a keyboard for uh, an Android device. Why the hell can't you put a fucking keyboard on an Xbox? That's actually one of the features that when some of the Xbox One came out, they said that one of the features that they wanted to before the console's life cycle was over with was to have mouse and keyboard. Um, compatibility that you would eventually be able to use a mouse and a keyboard on the Xbox One as kind of was also part of their initiative to be able to like the Xbox One anywhere, the Xbox anywhere where you can play your Xbox One games on your PC. Right. That was kind of like now that being said, why they haven't done it yet? Well, you can get PS Two. You can get third party adapters to. Let I thought PS Two you. PS Two yeah. you used to be able to use a keyboard on on uh, EverQuest. Well, no, so actually, okay. well, because the PS Two actually was the PS Two you could run. Well, actually, was the PS Two or the PS Three that had the Linux distribution that you could run on? It. That was, I believe, the three. Because the three they actually yeah, but they locked because, that out. Yeah. Well, because because people could they, they supposedly it was an attack vector that they could use. Yeah, it was only games. on the first generation that they came out with, I think. Well, because actually, one of the things they talk about now is that there's an actual there is a full you know like one of the things like why people do weird stuff. There's a full, there's a full hidden PS2 emulator in the oh, PS4. That's PS3. Yeah. So. Is there? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent full speed. They just, they just haven't turned it on. Sony sells an official, full size wireless keyboard for the PS3. Yep. And I can't tell, but it almost looks like it's got a little tiny, uh, maybe a mouse in the center of the keyboard there. I don't know. Well, I'm thinking it's probably for Final Fantasy. You know, like again, where we come in is like Final Fantasy. Uh, oh, like the, yeah, it is a mouse. Or something yeah, like, like one that. of those little yep. eraser mouse or whatever they call them that the that the Lenovo's had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trackpad, the track point. Yeah, so I I think if they if you start getting the the desktop components into the either into the phones or into the uh, into the gaming consoles, then you're there would be less of a need for for the desktop because you need that input. You need the keyboard. You need the mouse. Um, you need it for certain productivity. You're not going to be able to edit a photo on uh, on an Xbox to the same precision with with the dual dual shock control. Oh no, you're going to need to have like you're going to need those components. You're going to need yeah the keyboard. You're going to need the mouse. I think that it's just getting the technology there so that it runs smoothly and, and flawlessly and getting all the specs there that you're going to need. I mean, that's that's really it. Because at that point, it's just like, how much time can I save? Like, do I have to go to another room and boot the PC up or can I just Xbox on and have it pop on and start? And how about, I mean, let's, let's talk for a second what Switch did, right? I didn't think this was going to work. Mm-hmm. But Switch, the Nintendo Switch, their latest console, they successfully pulled off making the entire console a tablet. And that's fucking crazy. It's not crazy that they tried. It's crazy that it's working. Yeah. And I see people and, and you know, they have the controller. Uh, it, for those who haven't used the Switch, it's like the controller, like, like can clip onto the sides of it. Slides on. Yes. Okay, there you go. Yeah, because that's the whole market. And, then if, and then if you, like, plug it well, in, it slides back you know, together as one controller. It, 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 one controller. You know, like, yeah. part, part of it's gimmick, but part of it, too, is, like... Um, they it, really, it's what the Wii U should have, like if they were if they were committed to the Wii the Wii U's tab, like tablet bit. Right. This is what they should have done to begin with. They just didn't have the hardware relationship to. The tech they killed there, themselves you know, the, the, though. The, the, no, the tech was the tech was there. Is that it's one of these things where it's like you have con, you know, like a part of it is like when these things start to go into development, but you also have like long term contracts to be like I can't you know do I get out of this or do I stick it through and then because like AMD didn't have. Anything in that space, 
because they were getting their graphics from you know it's an ATI graphics core, but they didn't have anything in that space to really compete. But what but what what Nintendo just did though is they got the Game Boy. And they got the Nintendo, and they combined them into a single. I think device. what they did well on that was yeah. I mean, that was the that was the Game Boy Advance essentially, right? Like you had like the touch screen or whatever with the Game Boy Advance. Like they had something kind of similar to that before. I just the three DS was huge. See, this 3DS, was, yeah, so so this is what it was: is that they already owned the hand gaming market. There was no competitor, a true competitor. Vita gave them a bit of a run. Yeah, right, no, Vita, for a little bit, but everybody gave up. Morning. They kept giving up, everybody right. who tried. Right. So, and they were losing really hard at the console battle. I mean, they had a small niche market for the, I mean, it was basically kids. But once We literally was kept alive because of the gimmick. Like, the gimmick saved the Wii. Had, the, had that not caught on, I don't know if Nintendo I think it helped would be it. a console creator anymore. I right. think it helped that there was news articles with the controllers going through expensive televisions at the time. Yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> you know, well, because it, it put them in the in the media. They're like, "What are these things? Why are controllers flying through the room?" And the games were fun. A lot of them were, and like, you know what? For as far if you had young kids, that was the only thing you could really buy them because mm-hmm. there's all the games were kid based basically. So it, it had a place, um, but now they're not. It's not a true console. It's not a true like. Uh, you know, handheld gaming system, but it's both. But and the Wii concept is gone, right? The whole idea oh, of the Wii yeah, yeah. The, it's just it, the technology's not really there, and it may never really be. You know, what I mean, you want everyone on kind of an equal platform and a I think equal it playing fucked field. It up. You know, like I still use a Wii on occasion, and just moving that fucking hand around to select the game is the most. It's the most yeah, painful yes. part. Once the game boots up, a lot of the time you can use the the joystick. Yeah. But trying to get it just right and hoping that it's like. You know, whatever the optical sensor on it can see where you are in the room. Um, it's a pain in the ass, and actually, it kind of destroys the experience before you start. Yeah. But it's gone, right? I mean, the. But I think they knew that because that's why they made the ports so that you could plug in GameCube controllers to to play some of like the the more the games that you need the technical precision for, like like Smash Brothers and things like that. Super right? Like Smash. Games. Yeah. yeah. Super Smash Brothers. Well, and plus both of those platforms got hacked, and people weren't buying games for it anymore. So, uh, speaking of we going the way of the dinosaur, um, the we we actually, as in all of us here at the Friendship Snake Podcast, are going bye bye for the week. Thank everybody for uh, coming in. I really want to thank Miles for coming in and uh, talking Thanks to us about me. it. And uh, you know, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll see you again on the show, man. I hope you come back in again with uh, some more stories of your of your Wild West uh, cryptocurrency mining. Will do. All right, guys. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Thanks a lot. Bye. Ride the snake! <laughs>